Whoppers okay. or Big Macs? 50 yeah, 50. Whoppers or Big Macs? Uh, uh, the correct answer is Big Mac, and I will slap actually, you. Actually, sir, the correct answer is Baconator. Baconator. Oh, oh, oh. I left What's field. That? All right, that's the, judge, the judges were gonna were looking for bacon, Baconator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Judges looking for most All bacon right. content. All right, we're All right, guys. Let's. Uh, I guess we should get this started. Um, hello, everybody. I am Justin Woods, and this is the Woods Cast. Um, we are here with all of the. Uh, predetermined woodses uh shay is back from vegas shay thank you very much for joining us five days in vegas is too many days in vegas yeah, yeah. it is uh, I've, I've had several friends tell me they're like man you gotta come actually my buddy seth called me one day and he's like man you gotta come to vegas with me next time then the next day it was like yeah vegas is pretty cool and then like the third day he's like you know vegas is like a weekend trip it's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also you got to remember, and like I'm not a huge fan of the band in general, but like I told you, I went to a Fish concert two nights in a row. So, on, on top of the normal shit that goes on in Vegas, you're at a Fish concert. So, and you, you um, heard a to- you heard a total of two songs. Yeah, uh, yeah. it had to have at least been four. <laughs> yeah, for night. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, so you guys are hearing some other voices in the background. So helping us, uh, you know, sort out this this whole uh, vote Mageddon bullshit that we called the midterms. We got uh, Gatlin's back on. Uh, Gatlin from the Bluegrass. Gatlin, thank you. Uh, of course. Thanks for having oh. me. And uh, an alumni of the Purple Report, since we shut that thing down, our uh, our legal beagle, uh, Chris Parker from Florida. Hey. Good to see you again, buddy. Um, all right. So I guess, I guess house, first thing, let's just knock out the numbers of the day, housekeeping shit. Um, so we are recording this on, on um, Monday the 12th. But when you hear this, we will, uh, it'll be, it'll be Tuesday. So we'll be, um, so this is the, um, right now as we record the 662nd day of the Trump administration. Uh, that's going swimmingly. Um, we are seven plus days out of the midterm. Like, you know, we did a countdown to the midterm and now we're doing a countdown out of it because we're still not done because there are still like, what, like a half a dozen, a dozen races that are still too close to call. So that shit's still running. Now we'll get into that. Um, Shay and I have a very uh, personal relationship with this next fact. We are 155 days, I'm sorry, 154 days since Donald Trump declared North Korea um, not a threat at all and all their nuclear weapons were taken away. Um, we've got a new, uh, Shay, I don't know if you've heard this, but we got a, we got a new uh, report on that and say they've got something like 13 different new um, uh, sites. On Veterans Day, we honor and celebrate. Uh, no, I have not read that, but that sounds about military. right. What the From hell this group that? of brave individuals, we bring you five veterans' voices as they share real stories from their service. Yeah, have problems over there, buddy? These may contain emotional <laughs> nope, I'm scenes. good. Laid back. <laughs> While I was talking more, Justin here, he's got the confused look on his face on my screen. I was wondering where the hell that audio was coming from. 
But yeah, um, North Korea. There's apparently a, a report earlier today that North Korea has something like 13 more missile sites that we didn't know about, and they still have, and then it, that's totally okay. Um, I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand how. I mean, I guess I do understand people believe what they want to believe, but <clears throat> excuse me, it, it doesn't. Um, of course, there's more sites. There's always there would have always been more sites. There's no way we knew everything they were up to. That's just not yeah. a thing. That's that's the point of having a secret nuclear program. So <laughs> everybody knows what the fuck you're doing, dude. That's you know, that it's not real good if all the ones we can see are on satellites. I imagine a lot of that shit's underground. Well, I spoke with Mister Oon, uh, and he said that <laughs> that they didn't do anything. So, uh, uh, I think, word on the street I think is cool. he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell of a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> hell of a golfer. <laughs> well, that, and that's the thing is like, like Shay and I have been talking about this. I bought Shay one of those fucking stupid coins for uh, his birthday, and uh, they're they're more amazing than you can imagine because they even they put in the detail like Donald Trump has all of his chins on the coin. Like you would think they'd like take a chin away. Scream it up least. a bit. No. Yeah. But we just thought this, like, we thought this thing, this entire thing was just so ridiculous. And, um, like, Donald Trump shouldn't really be lambasted too much. Like, he should be lambasted for this because he went out and said, he solved it, I did it, everybody, you know, I'm such a great deal maker, it's over. And he would be, he is literally the 13th president that North Korea has made this promise to. Like, so the I mean, fact I... they go back on it, it's like, like, nobody really should, like, fucking flinch at this. It's just, it should be a given. You know, I've said this before. It's, it's. I'm not necessarily. My issue with the whole thing isn't necessarily. I mean, there were problems with, in my opinion, how it was approached. But like, the fact that he wanted to just basically say, like, well, you know what, nothing else worked. Fuck it. I'll try some crazy shit, and if it doesn't work, we'll be right back where we started. No harm, no foul. As long as I don't start World War Three, which you know, whatever. But that, that's a big. S- that's a big con. But, uh, yeah. but any. My point is, like, if he had come back and said, "Hey, I met with him. I shook his hand. Um, no one's done that before. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. I feel good about it. We'll see where it goes." That would have been way more acceptable than saying, "We're good," um, because you know that's that's the whole mission accomplished better thing. It's just like, I mean. Nobody honestly believed that was going to solve the problem. So why would you come back and and come at it from the perspective of like, well, yeah, I took care of it because I was the one to talk to the guy in person. I'm the one that took care of it. Don't don't ask any more questions about it though. Yeah. Well. I, I well, I'm like, not. I'm not really sure what it even um, accomplishes by having the conversation. Um, it, with it, it gives, I mean, uh, because it's it's symbolism, you know, when you when yeah. you. you when you put the guy on a stage with the United States, you're 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 validating um, what he's doing, and I understand that all the other stuff hasn't worked, um, but you know if you're going to validate somebody like that, then we at least need to get something out of it. And from what I understand from the agreement that they made, you know we stopped doing nuclear testing uh, or or all the training. Uh, uh, exercises in South Korea, and um, and we didn't even let the South Koreans know that before we agreed to do that. Uh, so you know, some oh, of the yeah. things that happened, it was all. I mean, it was just proof that it was all for show, and that the whole thing was to show that, look, you know, I'm a deal maker. I can meet with anybody. I can get along with anybody. But if you notice, the only people that he's getting along with are the other iron-fisted dictators around the world. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like there's there's a, a you know. Uh, let me be clear. I'm not drawing an equivalency between. That, that, so let me say that 
you can still sit down and meet with the guy, or you can still meet about this subject because it's super important, and not elevate him to the same level that Trump did. Like, yeah. if they met off camera, no photographs, no coin celebrating it, and him going on Twitter and saying, like, oh, I love the guy, he's great, that that's unacceptable. But you could absolutely, you know, sit down and say, hey, let's talk about it. But you don't have to make a big deal of it the way they did and put the guy on a pedestal and then come back and say it's taken care of when clearly nothing's been taken care of. You just say, we had a conversation, we'll see where it goes. Well, clearly like, for Trump, the accomplishment was just having the meeting, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, 100%. You know, That's all I cared about. I mean, they pre-made the coins before yeah. they even met. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That is true. That was gold, yeah. Literally, it was gold. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, they're probably already making like round two coins as we speak. Oh yeah. Well, and, sure and like the core, the coins we bought, like the coins I bought, like I jumped on that website the second I heard they dropped down to nineteen ninety nine. Like they were twenty five bucks, and they dropped down to nineteen ninety nine. And I jumped on there with about I guess one point six million other Americans trying to buy that fucking coin because that website was locked up. And by the time I actually got to my uh, my um, basket or whatever, my cart. Uh, I had 82 coins in my cart because I just kept hitting that button. And uh, so, uh, yeah, I deleted, well, I mean, I deleted figured, several of them. I figured you were one of those guys that's up past midnight every night, so you could probably find them on like QVC at 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, that would be great, Gatlin, except that they, uh, the, like the minute after that meeting actually went down and, and like the World War Three didn't start, the price of those coins jumped to a hundred dollars. So, like, I have already, you know, quadrupled my investment. Ah, uh, you know that you know they're pushing them in between pure romance ads. <laughs> 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 There's actually, there, actually, uh, somebody sent me a uh, um, a uh, link. They're doing. They have a uh, Putin. Um, is it Sochi? Is where they met in Sochi? That's where the Olympics was. Yeah. Okay, then where, where did where did where did Helsinki? I'm sorry, yeah, Putin and, and Trump did that did that like grab ass uh, press conference in Helsinki, and they have a sell Helsinki coin. I was like, oh, I gotta have one of that. But that's excuse me, that's right now at hundred dollars. Oh, See, I didn't I'm, know they had a Helsinki coin. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna they're, have to. They're I'm gonna have the to keep, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to see <laughs> uh, eBay that one. But yeah, yeah. So. um... Well, we kind of got a little off topic there because I just wanted, you know, uh, th I mean, this is this is the Woods cast where you know, you know, we uh, don't really know what the fuck we're talking about half the time, and the outline doesn't matter. Just like oh, the things uh, get fucking carried away here. pretty quick. Like yeah. I still haven't listened to that one that uh, we recently did because I'm just kind of embarrassed to listen to it. So here's the <laughs> trick: you gotta. So there's a sweet spot, and you know you got the learning curve on that sweet spot. Is you gotta drink hard enough and fast enough that you have fun and escalate things quickly, but also in quantity enough that by the last half hour of the podcast, you don't know what's going on. Like, I have people say, "What'd you talk about last night?" That's a great question. I don't listen to it, and I was quite drunk, so eh, it's fine. Yeah, I don't remember a damn thing yeah, yeah. in the last thirty minutes. I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain I kept saying suave. Yeah. Well, <laughs> by the end of the last podcast, uh, Gatlin was wearing a Luigi hat from his Halloween costume and drinking a 12-ounce glass of whiskey. Well, uh, I mean, yes. it was Halloween, though. Yeah, it was Halloween. Um, so uh, the, so we got off on the North Korean tangent. Um, the other numbers of the day are Trump's Gallup number. I like Gallup because Gallup does this every week. It's not, like, a thing. Like, it's not like... 
ABC or somebody says, okay, the president just said something really dumb. Go out and pull everybody about it. Yeah. Gallup does, Gallup does this every Monday, uh, come hell or high water. Um, so right before the midterms, Trump was at 40%, and he was at 44% right after the Kavanaugh thing. And right now he dropped to, he's at 38% approval. 538, which is a aggregate of a bunch of polls, kind of like the real killer politics thing. Is, is hanging out right about 41.8, which that's not going anywhere. So we'll, we'll see how that goes because uh, the midterms totally worked out for Donald Trump, but we'll get to that. Um, a couple other things in housekeeping I haven't gotten to yet. Um, I'd like to uh, also congratulate Shay. You know, he survived Vegas. Um, we were going to record on Tuesday as the election results came out, and um, Shay had a conflict, which was very polite of me. Um, basically saying Shay got fried his brain and forgot when we were doing the podcast. Um, what are you going to do, man? Yeah, I mean, like he, I, I'm not I'm not expecting an apology or a rebuttal. That's just what happened. Um, but uh, also, there were so many races that didn't end that night. Like, I'd rather talk about it now, now that we know. With so many races still not closed, that what's yeah, going that's on? That's the thing. still, they're still yeah, pretty still much going cool. on. Yeah. Sounds like I was ahead of the curve on that one. What exactly. the hell we talked about? So yeah, exactly. I want to hear it. Should have waited another week. You're yeah. welcome. So uh, last podcast, I was able to congratulate Gatlin because he and his wife are expecting um, a, 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 a small human. Um, but since we haven't had Chris on on the podcast, we need to congratulate Chris and his fiance because they're engaged. That's why he calls them his fiance. So congratulations, Chris. Thanks. That's nice. And then, uh, yeah. and then, and then after that fact, they found out that they would also be having a small human. So, oh, congratulations, Chris and, and his fiance. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I'm sorry, Chris. Raquel. Raquel, thank you. Uh, um, and so, <laughs> just, so that's awesome. She just answered. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Um, so, um, so you know, you know, happy trails to to you and, and yours. Um, Another thing we're going to do on the podcast tonight that we've never done before is we've had some listener feedback, and it's over—it's been overwhelmingly positive, Shay, just believe it or not. Like, 60-some people have listened to the last couple episodes. I don't know who these people are. I think it's our mom refreshing SoundCloud over and over and over again. But uh, Dude, however you have to cook those books, yeah, man. Right. <laughs> you did what you got to do. Yeah. We have gotten one complaint. Um, I've heard through the grapevine that John Maddie's wife, Katie, says that our podcasts have gone too long. So, so I mean, I, I mean, yes, there's, we have rambled on for a bit, but what I would like to do tonight is start a GoFundMe to buy Katie a pause button. Um, I don't know if we can get that kind of income for that. Goddamn, I'll get it on Amazon right now. Yeah, I mean, we need to either but, buy her a new app that has a pause button on it or whatnot. I don't know what her problem is. But, Katie, uh, we appreciate you listening and bear with us on this, okay? All right. Um, so, so um, fun stuff before we get in, into the actual nitty-gritty of the midterms. Shay, um, so these are movies you guys may or may not have seen. I don't want to ruin anything for you, but I'm just going to run through them real quick. Shay, did you ever fucking see Venom, for fuck's sake? Nope. Nope. Okay, that was great. Good job, buddy. Um, yep. Anybody see Halloween, the new remake of Halloween? Nope. Nope. All right, you should I heard see it was good. Ones. Yeah, no, it's really good. It skips right over all the bullshit about them being related, and it just, uh, just, it's just him coming back to kill Jamie Lee. Curtis. I was gonna say, does it get, basically? I needed to get right to the stabbing. 
Yeah, it, it basically okay, does. It basically okay. does. And she plays a woman who has been traumatized by the whole situation, so she's like a prepper because yep. of this. it's fucking it's it's actually really fucking well done. It's really good. Um, so that's fun. Go see that. Um, the Meg, uh, Parker. I hope you saw that movie. You live in Florida. That's where all the sharks are. I hope. Um, Looks awesome. Did you, did you, Rain, did you see? Rain Wilson's in it. So how bad could it be? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm it's, just uh, trying to figure out, like, you know, if Jason Statham's not driving a car and doing <laughs> spinning hill kicks, I mean, how good can it be? Well, I mean, know, he uh, he does all of those things pretty much. Yeah, he does. Wow, all one of both. Yeah, yeah. And some of them. Yeah, I mean, he definitely right, like yeah, kicks and tries to I'm punch the to shark. It's it's about what you'd expect it to be, man. I mean, there's there, there's a scene where Jason Statham is being dragged behind the boat, going full speed on a rope, and the Meg is chasing him like he's a piece of bait, and he's just kicking and punching the shark in the face underwater yeah, with it's... karate shit. When I first saw that the movie was called Meg, I thought it was a spinoff movie of The Family Guy. Well, and and they may still do that. That's and not, it may that's... be better. Yeah, well, hold on. Hold your horses there. Uh, yes, it could definitely be better. Um, let me just say that this this movie, The Meg, and the only reason I brought it up is because, Shay, I just want you to know it's getting a sequel. Uh, I did, yeah, I knew that. They've already greenlit a sequel. Cinematic um, Universe, baby. Right. Um, the Meg is based on um, a series of books by an author. I'm not going to mention because his books are so shitty. I honestly don't know how I came across these books. I think they might have been recommended because they, th- this this movie's been in development hell for decades, and so I read it. And I'm like, you can read them in an afternoon. They're so they're so short and dumb. Um, but just 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 so everybody can gauge how dumb the source material was, the original like marine that uh, marine biologist that kills this giant megalodon. In the book, does it by driving a submarine down its throat, getting out of the submarine. And using a fossilized megalon tooth to cut out its own its heart. So, ah, I, mean, nice. I mean, if the source material is that stupid, how are you gonna? How, yeah, how 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 dumber can you get? I guess. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. The Meg's gonna have a sequel, so everybody look for that. And Jason Statham's gonna still not have any hair and. He's still going to be like five foot seven or whatever the fuck he so, is. So, spoiler alert, he doesn't die in the first one? No. Of course. You don't lot, kill man. Jason Statham. No, Thanks you for can't. Ruining that shit. He fucks the shark. Right, yeah, that's how you get the second one. Speaking um, of Statham, there, there's going to be a ninth Fast and Furious, so... Of course there is. Thank <laughs> God. I was yeah. worried about that. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the last one, they drove cars on a lake, and, and somebody punched a torpedo, so I guess now that they're just, you know, cats out of the bag, there's just, it's a, what the fuck ever. Those movies annoy the fuck out of me, because the fans of those are like, these are so great movies, Transformers sucks, I'm like, okay, so yeah, Transformers have sucked for a while, but are you shitting me? How often are you getting into arguments about Fast and the Furious and Transformers, which is the better movie? I feel like you put yourself in those situations. Yeah, that doesn't, that ratio is all off. I have never once had anyone argue anything for the Fast, like, how do you, are you just walking around looking for people in Fast and the Furious shirts to pick arguments with? He is spending way too much time at Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the Brutuses, though. Both, all three of those things you just said are true. 
Okay. <laughs> hey, it's so, accurate. That's fine. Yeah, That's uh, you yeah. know. All right. So, Max getting the uh, Max getting the sequel. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, Overlord. Shay, I know you've seen Overlord. It was it was super fun. That movie was big titties. Yeah, that movie. That, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I I think the thing it 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 takes all of my favorite tropes from those types of films and rolls them into one. And the best part I felt that was really nice was it honestly watches like a normal. You could show that to someone, and the first forty-five minutes, you wouldn't know it was a horror movie. It's just yeah. a World War II movie, and it's pretty good. Yeah, Gallen Parker, you guys seen that yet? Well, I, I haven't seen it yet. I feel like like they owe Call of Duty so much credit oh, for yeah. that oh, being yeah. made. Yeah, Call like I mean, that's solely where they got their inspiration for that movie. It's real similar to that to that, and uh, if you've ever seen this. Uh, it's a B movie, Frankenstein's Army, um, which is almost the exact same premise, except it's more like prosthetic monsters and stuff because it's very low budget and it's also not very good. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed uh, uh, Overlord, and I'm probably gonna have to see it again because a couple of my buddies weren't able to go because we got a big group together to go and got got quite day drunk and saw it. <clears throat> yeah. So how much of it do you remember then? Quite a bit. At least half of it, right? I, I only put it this way, man. It's not a hard movie to digest. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty straightforward with what it is. It's it's definitely just kind of like a ensemble horror comedy. Like you've seen a lot of movies like this before. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fun, yeah. And the last thing on my list of, of fun stuff to talk about, and, I, and I'll just I'll just throw it out there because I, I I know, and I think Shan and I'll talk about this more when it's just the two of us and we don't have actual politics to talk about, but um. The Walking Dead is uh, apparently set up to, for ten more years of content. Rick Grimes oh. is out of it. Like it's, it's such a clusterfuck. But yeah, speaking of zombies, The Walking Dead's going to be around forever, and they have a three like, movie. Deal. You have to love it, though, right? I don't know. I, 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 least, I like the route it's going. The the Parker, have you watched any of The Walking Dead? I see you shaking your head. Yeah, like the first four seasons, and then it just got really old. It just—I don't know. It, it wore out its welcome for me, and it's—it's, it's, and again, it, it's got this real bad habit of it gets really boring, and then it's, everyone's like, "No, this season's really good," and then it is great for a season, and then there's another season. I, I just, I just, uh, the comic book is great. I'm yeah. talking solely about the show when I say this. I'm just burned down on it. Like, you've got Walking Dead. You've got Fear of the Walking Dead. Now you're telling me we're locked in for at least 10 more years of this shit. Like, That's what I, AMC says. They, I know. They've got, I know. They've, they've got, they've got a, uh, a story arcs or whatever written out for 10 more years. And they've got a three-movie deal already in the works. AMC movies, not theater movies, right? Not the actual oh, I don't know if I can clue. I'm not, I don't, no, I'm yeah, not they're, sure they're straight AMC movies. Has yeah, anyone no. ever thought, or have they done this in the show, of getting on a boat and going to an island? Yes. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. So that's been done. All yeah. right, never, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some really small <laughs> islands. Yeah. No, and, and, the, and the thing is, Parker, is like, I've talked to Shay about this too. Like, I love The Walking Dead just because, like Shay, I follow the comics, and the show will spend these long tracks where they follow the comics almost verbatim, and then they veer off into you know AMC land. But then they always come back to meet up with the comics and keep on going. And like, there's this weird cycle when whenever the AMC's on, I I have like 
mental exercises like you just said, like where could we go to get away from the zombies? Like I sat through a statistical mechanics class one day that was really boring and figured out how I would uh, fortify the chem physics building in the UK for like 40 minutes. And my buddy was like, hey, did you get what uh, Professor Stone says said about that thing? I was like, no, but I can tell you which doors we got to weld. And I just like showed him a schematic. He was like, what the fuck were you doing for the last hour? It was like this. <laughs> Right yeah, doing something productive. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not know what it is that's so fun about that. Uh, thinking about that, but it is. I read a great uh, article the other day from this dude that was uh, had worked out a way. He's like, well, if, if you know, if the zombie apocalypse happens, you've got all these zombies. Let's turn them into biodiesel. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, oh, yeah. and it was like this whole big schematic for a machine that would feed, that would just suck them in and chew them up and process uh, them and turn them into fuel. <laughs> what about animals? Are animals afflicted with this? Depends yeah. on the, the depends uh, on the the universe. In in The Walking Dead, no. no yeah. In some other comics and movies and book, yeah, it just depends on which fucking. Oh fuck yeah! You get into Resident Evil, those. Yup. Everything's guys. infected in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, in this last Walking Dead episode, you know, spoiler alert, whatever, I don't care. Um, they actually, this is the first time I saw an actual good use of the zombies. They hooked a bunch of them up to a cart and had them pull it like a horse. Yeah, there you go. How genius is that? Freaking Billy Walsh from Entourage is the one that figures that one out. <laughs> they put a, like a stick with a string in the front with a, like a brain hanging out. I think they yeah, they got it, dude. Uh, I think they just had bags over the head and were just kind of like making them walk forward. I actually have to watch it again. I honestly don't remember how they got it. Yeah, they they had bags on their heads with like chains around their waist and their shoulders. Hmm. Hmm. They Man, how many seasons does that show up to? This, this is, is the ninth. Yeah. Damn. And they're, and they're and and they're and they're talking about another ten. So. Mm. I, I don't know if it's Seriously. ten seasons. I think it's ten years worth of shit. Whatever. It's yeah. Be, it's yeah. Little little Judith Grimes is a badass. Yeah. There's been a, there's been a time jump for those of you uh, in the last two episodes. There was a big time jump, and uh, the baby Judith is now. Walk around shooting people. Not is that people. how they're going to get past him leaving the show? Just be like, okay, now we're gone. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, shit, uh, the thing that really got me was how they, you know, don't even speak about Maggie leaving. Well, that's, yeah, I, I saw that article too, Gatlin, and I haven't, like... Like, she's gone. Yeah, you know, she's not coming back. That's the thing. It's like these actors and actresses have... have, have pull the ripcord on the show because as much as it has made them household names, that's made them hard to, for most of them, it's made them hard to be marketable outside of that show. Um, oh, shit. What the hell? Um, Lauren Cohen? You know, no, that's her name. And she's done one movie outside of the, the Walking Dead universe so far that I know of. And it didn't play well. Um, it was about the, like a little boy doll, I believe. Um Reedus, uh, shit, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Daryl and, uh... Oh, uh, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, thank you. He's done a lot of work before The Walking Dead that was in the horror genre, like, you know, Blade and shit like that. Um, uh, you know, Boondock Saints, of course. You know, like, he had an established movie career before that, and he could just, he could pull the record whenever he wants to. Um, but I think they have just piled money on top of him until he can't breathe. Um... But yeah, like I think I think a lot of them are wanting to get out of it, and they want to get uh, you know the ones that are like happy just making the money doing the show 
are going to sit there as long as they, they can or want to. And the ones that want to, you know, I guess make a bigger career out of this are going to bolt. Like, I, I don't, you know, I wish them all the best. I don't really give a shit what you do. Like, I won't, I won't lose any sleep if they cancel tomorrow. The comics will still go. And, I mean, fuck, I've got a lot of other stuff to waste my time on anyway. But it's fun. Well, I mean... Here. When it really comes down to it, I mean, you, there, it, it's just, it's just a, uh, it's a serialized drama with the backdrop of a zombie apocalypse. Like you, you take the zombies out, and it's just like any other drama. Right. And uh, there are drama, that kind of shit. I mean, how many, how many episodes of Criminal uh, Law and Order SVU are there? You know, I, I, I could see it going. Twenty. That, that's the yeah, difference. I, though, I, I more associate this show with fucking Days of Our Lives, or, so, or yeah, it yeah. is. It's more like a yeah. soap opera. That's a better yeah. analogy, a soap opera. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, you can constantly rewrite that dumb shit and have all kinds of stupid shit. But uh, we'll see. I, I, I'm sure at one point I'll just sit down and watch the whole thing again and just be mad at uh, myself for it. Right. And 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 to to both Gatlin and Chase points, I read a really interesting article. I think it was in Polygon about how serialized dramas like this do fall off almost exponentially as each season goes on because you you have. A certain number of fans, like I mean, like Parker, you said you watched like the first four seasons or something like that, and then kind of petered out, and then Shay like gets bored with it too, and then Gatlin and I are like, we're still into it. We're not really, not really like, at, you know, we're not really expecting like every episode to blow our socks off, but we just want you know, you know, the show, and and that's really what happens with serialized dramas. Whereas, and you were talking about the, like the law and order SVUs or the, the CSI Miami's and bullshit. That story is wrapped up start to finish in 50 minutes. And then you got to yeah. next one. Yeah. You yeah, don't I have mean, to, no. you don't have to listen. You don't have to have seen episode four to understand what the fuck happened in episode seven. No. And do, do not get me wrong. Like I get it. I will watch as many episodes of supernatural as CW can shit out. I love that show. And half the time really? it's, Oh, hell yeah, it's great. It's ridiculous. It's great. Um, it's, uh, like, shit like that, and uh, same thing with, like, Jurassic Park movies. Just keep cranking them out, and I'll keep seeing them. That's fine. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it's because I've played so many zombie games or what, but I just got burned out on, on The Walking Dead eventually. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but, I mean, you know, I, I think I, I got bored out of it right before it got really good for a while because I never saw any of the shit with Negan and any, anything after Terminus, I don't think. Oh it's, shit! It's a good watch. It's a good watch. Yeah. Uh, Negan, uh, oh god, what's it? James something or other. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Thank you. God damn it! Uh, Gatlin's a name for the stars here, but uh, it's all good for man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he uh, he weighs uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan weighs about as much as my left leg, and uh, he needs to be basically like either like. My height and like Shay and Gatlin added together build to be like what he would look like in the comic, and it just always looked, it was always di- it was it was always so disconnecting because he always looked so skinny in the show. Well, he he's actually about my size. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to send you a picture of what he looks like in the comic, Gatlin. It's 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 jarring. Oh yeah, I mean, in the yeah. comics he looks like Bob Gronkowski. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so fun stuff is fun. But we've had some actual things happen in the last week. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard. We had a midterm, right? There was a midterm. Parker, I'm sure you were aware of this. I uh, fell. I heard something happened after Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, but as right. far as an election go, I might have missed it. <laughs> All right. So let let me just kind of – I'm, I'm going to do a, a really 
broad brush overview here and everybody interrupt me when and if you feel like it and honestly I, I, I prefer you interrupt me so the moral of the story so far with the 2008 midterm is that there was a blue wave it was large it might have been shallow and the fact that it didn't sweep through the Senate and most of Florida bummed out people like me who were just optimistic as fuck and but, I mean, realistically, that Senate was never in play. Yeah, no. What were you really expecting? We we had that conversation before. Like, I, th- I think yeah. uh, Gatlin and I had a conversation, Shay and I had a conversation, where the, the path to taking the House and the Senate was about as narrow as the path that Donald Trump, uh, you know, uh, shot to take the electoral college in 2016 so that's why like you know i'm 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 honestly an optimist like i drink my face off most nights and you might think i do that out of like you know self-alcoholism well i mean that's one of the things barker um i don't go to meetings so that's not it um but uh you know like you know a lot of people like really don't think i'm as you know i guess you know glass half full as I am, but, like, I, I saw a, a very small window to take the Senate, and I was kind of, like, hoping, uh, you know, wishing on the lucky stars that would happen. And, Shay, like you said, I knew it wasn't going to happen. It statistically wasn't a thing. Yeah. We will talk about, uh, we do need to talk about our, our friend and nemesis, uh, Mr. Jerry Mander. Um, but, yeah, so, in, in a big overview, the Democratic wave was, was there, it was shallow. It was wide. Um, so I guess the moral of the story is right now, and I, these numbers might be two days old, and that's how stupid this is that we're seven days out when you hear this, six days when we're recording, seven days when you guys are hear this. And uh, so House took 32 Dems. Uh, the House flipped to 30. Um, Democrats flipped ter- 32 seats in the House. It could be um, as many as 35 or 37. There's still 10 races that are too close to call as of, you know, I think earlier today. Um, Senate Democrats have uh, lost two seats in the House, but I should take one of those away because just before we started recording this podcast, um, Sinema. Uh, yes, um, Sinema, I'm sorry. She has been declared the winner of the Arizona um, Senate race um, against, what What does this, um, uh, Sally something, what the hell was her name? Uh, her name was Martha McSally. Martha McSally, thank you. I mean, it still is, but... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sure. don't take away her name. She was she lost <laughs> If you lose an election, you have to change your name. That's the new rule. <laughs> that, would, glued that would be a fantastic that. amendment to the Constitution, by the way. Yeah. Um, Win or uh, die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Win or change your driver's license. I mean, um, it would, uh, that, the only time that would really upset me is, like, Beto. Like, him yeah. having to change his name. I would be upset about that. Hashtag too soon. Well, also, hashtag uh, Ted Cruz ran a bunch of commercials right. talking about how he had t- changed his name. To be clear. I you would think he'd lost a thousand times with how many times yeah. he changed his name. Theodore Raphael Cruz was busting on um, Robert Franklin um, O'Rourke going by Beto. When Ted Cruz is how... I mean, fuck that. I mean, oh... There's a reason why he has the most punchable face in the Senate. Why did really he go don't. by Beto? Like, I, was, I, I mean, I'm just curious. Like, I've never met anybody that goes by that name. Like, where did it come from? 
fits on a bumper sticker real yeah. well. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, 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 to me, it was kind of confusing because I didn't know if it was his last name, his first name. Uh, I was think I'm intrigued, and then you look him up, and you're like, "Oh, I like this dude." Like, I think it might be one of those infuriating situations where a guy got to pick his own nickname. Like, yeah. everybody knows that guy that's like somehow threw a nickname out there for himself that works and it's stuck, and you're like, "That's bullshit. That's not how that works." But it, that, that I think that's what happened. But he was that. He was that cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's got that swagger, dude. Well, the complaint cool guy. I do like him. He can skateboard. He understands the youths. Right. He's <laughs> all plural of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, uh, Ted Cruz's comment, <clears throat> and rightfully so, was that it was a, you know, kind of a Latinas, you know, uh, a Mexicanization, Latinasian. That's not a word. I'm just throwing that out there. Of the um, it was, you know, Robert. Uh, he's turned Robert into Roberto and then just turned it into Beto. And did anybody, Ted Cruz... Did any, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, Ted Cruz made an issue of that. I was like, I don't see you going by Edward Raphael Cruz all the fucking time, you fucking pasty-ass dickshit. It kind of reminds me of the whole Hussein thing that they oh, did. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, he totally could have went by Hussein Barry. Thing. If he had yeah. gone by Barry, he would have gotten ridiculed. He goes by his African name, Barack, and... And then he gets ridiculed for that because he's African, but or at least oh, right. he that's, he was born in Kenya. But um, and also just just a, a dovetail into this. Remember when um, Jeff Sessions was being confirmed, and everybody referred to him as his his full Christian name as Jeffrey Obert? Beauregard Sessions, and people on Fox News were saying that, that was discriminatory against the South. So we were. You know, we were looking down on the South by saying his full name. And it's not anybody else's fault except his mother's that he was named after almost all of the Confederate generals. Like, yep. for fuck's sake. Oh, they up. probably left a few names out, too. Yeah, that we yeah. don't know about. They <laughs> wanted to shoehorn in two more, you know. Jeffrey was, Robert E. Lee Beauregard Sessions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and like, and the funny, and, and Parker, you know, Back to your point, like, and the people that would never say Barack without putting Hussein in the middle of there were, like, fucking butthurt that somebody said Beauregard, like. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, honestly, what's uh, in a name? You can't help what your name, but it does have a lot to do with whether or not people vote for you, especially when you don't have the name recognition that, you know, presidential candidates have. We've run right. into a big, a big issue in local elections. We've had people lose that were, like, completely qualified, ran a better campaign. But when you get down that far on the ticket, it's like, hmm, do I vote for, you know, Franklin D. Wilson or do I vote for Evan Freeman? You know, it's like, that's a, that's a little Jewy. I don't think I'm going to go that route. Right, you know? <laughs> well, no, that's I mean, like, that's the problem down here. You know? I mean, I, oh! Uh, I, 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 I'm not saying yeah. that. Like, I, I know, I know. But, like, the guy lost, and, and his name had a lot to do with it, because nobody knew who he was. He would have been a great judge. Well, pr- uh, another prime example is the one that uh, Justin and I and John were talking about uh, just before the elections in uh, southern West Virginia. The woman didn't even, the Republican candidate, she didn't even have the campaign. Yeah. Mil- what was it, Miller? Yeah, Carol Miller. Yeah, why I mean, does Ojeda, like, 
That's oh Ojeda in like Spanish, right? Like that's a Spanish name. O J E D A. Yeah, basically. But for some reason, he goes by Ojeda. I think. Ojeda. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Uh, that's so Western. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, like people people come to to report on something in our state, and they're like, "Yeah, we're in Hurricane West Virginia," and then somebody just jumps in the frame and goes, hurricane. "It's called Hurricane." It's Hurricane. Yeah, up um, there in Rio Grande. Yeah. Oh God, damn it. Um. <laughs> All right, so we digress in our hillbilliness, but uh, so so uh, so we got so we got uh, you know the Democrats apparently have lost a seat in the House. We did flip seven governorships, which is fantastic, and we still got a couple of, with uh, two races still close to call. Um, One hundred seventeen women were elected to the Congress uh, in this midterm, which is is completely fantastic yeah. until you realize that's only about a third of the Senate. And women make up 52% of the population. So, um, yeah, good job, America. You're still fucking up. Um, and I guess that has a little bit to do about enough, not enough women running, but if we elect more of them, they'll fucking run. So, I don't um, think we're, I don't think the two governorships are going to happen. Um, if you're referring to Georgia and Florida, um, I, I don't, I don't believe Georgia, so either. I don't think and, it's going to happen, but Florida yeah, could. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of like, you guys can chime in, but like the 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 races that I was paying attention to, just for my own pet peeves, like I was really happy that um, uh, uh, Shirley Davis won a, a Kansas's third district. She's a Native American lesbian MMA fighter. Like I could I could bang my head on this keyboard for ten minutes, and I don't think I could come up with a thing that would piss off the GOP more than that. Um, I don't think and, you could be any more diverse than that. Yeah, like a left, Kansas, left-handed in, longshoreman les, lesbian. In Kansas. In fucking yeah. Kansas. And then, like, to, to, to shoehorn onto that, Chris Kobach, who has done such a fantastic job with uh, President Trump's uh, voter fraud commission, um, was just thoroughly defeated in Kansas. Um, so that makes me smile. Um, Kansas Shea, had I, enough, man. Uh, Brownback was a, was such an awful governor in uh, in Kansas with his whole experiment of, of trickle-down economics in Kansas, oh, yeah. Yeah. that the economy suffered so poorly that it was really easy to run on the Republicans' record um, if you were a Democrat in Kansas. And I know that that doesn't sound normal. And it's going to be like the biggest win in Democratic history from here on out in, in Kansas because, let's face it, Kansas is not a progressive state. However, like, they were so bad. Republican oh, yeah. leadership was so bad in Kansas for the last, I don't know, 12 years yeah. that they had to do something. Yeah, for for those of you that that aren't that haven't been following Kansas's politics, like I guess Parker and I and and everybody else has, um, uh, Sam Brownback came in and basically went. He had basically a Republican circle jerk, and slashed taxes, and was going to do the whole uh, supply side economics thing for his entire state. And he actually, Parker, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm, I'm sure you do. Um, uh, ran like primaried um, Republicans in his own Senate that weren't supporting him. Yeah. So if he got if he got any pushback about this 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 radical tax agenda in in the state Senate in Kansas, he would he would primary those people and try to get them out. So if he had this like this this super majority, and they just ran the entire state into a complete shithole where they had to close down schools. 
early because they just didn't have the tax funds. This whole utopia where you slash taxes, nobody pays taxes. I mean, Al Franken said this on the on the Senate floor to you know all his fucking faults and whatnots. But he said, you know, if 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 lowering taxes makes everything better, then let's just make them zero because then we would have an infinite revenue stream, right? Because you know that's what they did in Kansas. They slashed all the taxes. They expected all this business to just come, just fucking piling in, and then they all said, "Well, oh, Kansas is a shithole. We don't want to work here." And they all just bolted. Like, yeah, it, it was the exact well, opposite. I mean, I mean, look how big that state is. All of your, all of your population is in one area. Like, what were they expecting? I guess well, a lot of plants out in the out in no man's land. Yeah, uh, who the fuck's gonna start it? This ain't yeah. Sim City. Yeah. Well, you, you know, uh, <laughs> Minnesota did the exact opposite under Mark Dayton as governor, and things turned out very well. And, I mean, honestly, I think the solution usually resides in a little bit of both. I, I oh, yeah. Don't, I'm not saying that ever cut taxes and not have revenue, but... Um, you know, both sides have to kind of come together a little bit for it to work. But in Minnesota, they really did the exact opposite, and and things were were gangbusters, and uh, everybody uh, benefited from it except like the top, you know, half percent. And they've done so well in the past eight to ten years anyway that they didn't really take a hit either. But wait a minute, wait a minute, Chris Parker, are you saying that that top half percent, they're now homeless? <laughs> yeah. Well, their their fifty third home was taken away from them. No. So they're not that the they're homeless. It's that the, they have fifty two homes now. The the taxes were raised on that fifty third house. Right. Right. Basically, yes. Yeah. So How yeah, they dare did, they? They they did the exact opposite, and they had a lot of success. I mean, I really do think that Kansas is a big conservative secret. They don't want you to know it about Sam Brownback and what happened there because that's exactly what they're trying to do on a national level, and that's oh, yeah. everything that they ever preach. And for us, to all we have to do is point at Kansas and say, this is what happened in Kansas. Of course, they're going to argue that the demographics of Kansas aren't a microcosm of the whole country, which it's not, but there's other examples. I mean, there's examples of our country in the yeah. 1980s oh, yeah. going into a recession because of supply-side economics. So... Uh, unless we want whoa, to see whoa, this. Whoa, 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 Chris Parker, are you going to tell me that Ronald Reagan didn't make us all millionaires with supply side economics? He didn't raise the national debt more by the percent than any other president has ever done it? Yeah, well, ask ask George H.W. Bush um, and ask him why he didn't get a second term because he was facing a recession that was sent to him by his own president, where he was vice president. Uh, but, you know, the argument was made then, the defense then, was that we were outspending the communists, uh, we, were, we were building arms, we were in an arms race battle. But now we're in peace times, and we, we, still, we still argue this. So I, I don't see... Parker, I, I really think, I mean, I think you're a smart man, I really do. Thanks. You're, you're a fraternal brother. I love you to death, but I think you're bringing facts to a feelings fight, and you just you you're just fucked then. Well, that's what that's certainly what it feels like. Yeah, yeah Most facts don't belong. That's that's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. Well, you got to bring I, your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Shay, how do you feel about tag? How do you feel about boats? That's how we're gonna decide how much boats cost. How much Shay feels about boats? 
about both with a B? About both, yeah. Um, both are all right. Yeah, all right. So both are all right. So now both we're are cool. Lower, I know. mean, you know, I like boat rides. But, but but Parker had a great point. Like they keep pulling this bullshit out over and over and over again. And one of the reasons that Sam Brownback is not the governor is because he did not run for election because he took a an ambassadorship with his presidency. He he got the fuck out. He did not. He he was not defeated. He just fucking bounced. He literally he left the gone. country. Huh? Yeah, he literally, <laughs> he literally left, left the, country. the country. He did. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, if you wanted to point Sam Brown back and said, you fucked up Kansas, and this is the Republican model for what they want to do the the United States economy, he's like, there's just a chair, like, spinning there in the corner. Because he's already in fucking China, wherever the hell he is. He's the United States ambassador at large for international religious freedom. So, nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's fighting for Christians who are oppressed. I, I, you know what I think? I think that some bitch actually took over Westboro Church or whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Yeah. Are Station in Kansas? God hates bags. No, they're actually in Gainesville, Florida. Oh, yeah. Well, one of West, them is. Westboro Baptist, yeah. yeah. I thought the original was in Kansas. Yeah, it probably is. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Florida's already got too many damn problems. I know, yeah. man. Keep us out well, of this. All right, listen, listen. Okay, so let's... <laughs> I mean, so how many times we got to recount your all's boats? <laughs> Man. Well, let's, all right, so hold on. Let's get into that. That That's a joke that actually has a real punchline. So uh, sh- um, just just going down, you know, as I said, chime in whenever you want to because on the Woods cast, the outline means absolutely nothing. Um, Shay, you've got a the first openly uh, gay governor out of this yep. whole thing. Well, we got a, we've, got a yeah. first, we've got a first husband. Colorado. We crushed it hard here. It was, it was a pretty good turnout for Democrats. Um, won most of the shit. Um, there were some things that got proposed that didn't pass that people wanted to pass. You know, typical election, like a bunch of stuff people were, you know, a bunch of propositions didn't right. pass, but whatever. Um, and then we had the, the thing I'm real stoked about is we um, we moved uh, redistricting is now is going to be an independent uh body that does it it's not it's being taken away wow. from the legislators so they don't get that's to make awesome. their own district yeah so like hopefully it'll make things like i mean that's just that's just a great thing because we need to do that on a national level like that's how that should really work but the question um, is though is and i haven't cut you off but how is that uh independent commission established do we know yet or does that have to be um i i it? i my understanding because uh, i i haven't read uh, a ton into the the nitty-gritty details is that that's kind of one of those TBD things. Um, yeah. It's you know I, it, I I'm I'm optimistic for it um, just because just to see how it goes. I mean because that's just the 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 fact that the intent is there and the public is aware enough to say yeah that sounds like a good idea let's do that let's not let them pick where their own districts are because that doesn't make sense. Amen. Right. It's common sense. How why how is that not? I mean we had a petition here and I had someone ask me to sign a petition here years ago and I'm like yes yes please please. But it's never seen the light of day, and uh, I mean that's what gets us here in Florida. I mean we we have a, a we're a state with California problems with the Mississippi legislature, only because of the absolute gerrymandering of the state. We have 50 to 51 percent uh, Democratic uh, electorate, but our legislature is like 80 percent Republican. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's amazing, and it, it it's the biggest I think uh, threat to our democracy 
right now, besides you know money and in politics, is gerrymandering. No, it's it, and it's a huge problem. Uh, exactly what Shay was saying, and, and Parker, exactly what you were saying. They're they're uh, the the main stem of this, and you know anybody jump in and, and correct me if I'm saying something that you don't think is right or I'm like flubbing something, but. The main problem with gerrymandering is, is that right now it's we're underneath a 2010 wave of gerrymandering on the Republican Party. Um, during the 2010 census, the Republican Party um, was in power and they redrew the districts districts to, you know, clearly help themselves. Um, the 538 politics uh, forecast and Nate Silver said this. He's like, listen, to win back the districts. Uh, or, or to win the House and I mean, and win the the Senate, Democrats would have to outperform Republicans by ten or fifteen, maybe twenty percent, right. because of the gerrymandering that was that was going on. And that sounds like real like big, nebulous numbers, but like there are two really good examples. Since two thousand and ten, there have been two states that you can compare right now in the two thousand eighteen election that. Um, uh, either fixed or didn't fix. Pennsylvania fixed their um, gerrymandered state and before the the before the 2018 midterm uh, and they had a gerrymandered uh, district the um, Democrats were about 10 like 10 percent 15 percent below what they performed so if they got you know 55 percent of the uh, vote in the state they got you know 25 percent of the seats you know they fixed that, and then they fixed that in the the, the time between 2010 and 2018. And this 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 last election in the midterms, their uh, popular vote basically matches the seats they took in the House. Um, North Carolina is the exact opposite. And in North Carolina, they did not fix their gerrymandered districts. Democrats uh, took 51.2 percent of the, of the popular vote in um, North Carolina. And they got, and but the Republicans took ten of thirteen seats in this in this election. Like mm. it's just not even not even on parity at all. And and that's usually the big key off that your state is gerrymandered as fuck is because you know if one party outperforms the other party but gets much more or less seats in the house. And it goes, the, it goes the other way. I mean, California has, has been guilty of doing it for the other oh, side yeah. Maryland, as well. Maryland. And, it, it, and it's, it's absolutely wrong no matter where it is. I mean, if, you're, if you're, you know, your legislature doesn't reflect your people, then we don't have a yeah. representative form of government, right? And Florida is really bad. We've had uh, Supreme Court rulings that have come down on it, um, Florida Supreme Court rulings, and we've actually had congressional districts redrawn. And it's changed the complete outcome of them because they were so terribly gerrymandered. But they haven't gotten into the state legislature seats, and that's where our real problem lies because our agenda yeah. for the state is always going to be driven by the Republican Party. So even if Andrew Gillum is elected governor, all he's going to be able to do is veto bills. Um, that's really about all the power he would have, which for us would be a, a nice, refreshing change. But um, he, he wouldn't be able to advance any kind of progressive agenda whatsoever no and, and i and that no but i don't like him yeah that's true mm -hmm. a lot of that's people true. talk about him running for president 
And I, I just don't see it, but, I mean, it's he's got the charisma, I guess. He does carry baggage. Uh, and a lot of people have said the same thing about uh, Beto. But um, I, did, I did have an argument with a guy the other day. I said, you know, how often does somebody uh, run for Senate, lose, and then, and then run for president? president. And uh, it was a very young guy, and he, very, he impressed me because he said Abraham Lincoln. And he was right. Abraham Lincoln ran a failed yeah. Senate seat and then became president. Ooh, history burn. Yeah, I know. It hurt because he was like 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, I, I would like, I, you know, again, it's like it, it, w- it would be so interesting to see one of these younger, much more charismatic candidates go up against Donald Trump, someone who really understands things a bit better, like how the world works. That would be a lot of fun. I would love to see that debate. That would be great. It would be. And somebody came up with an idea the other day that I read. It said, what if we did this? What if we had a Joe Biden, uh, Beto Rourke ticket? And Joe says he's only running for one term, and, and, and Beto takes over, hopefully, after the, after the second term. And that's the idea that we groom him. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like well, look, utopia. Like, yeah, it looks good on paper. Right, yeah. Right. But apparently Joe Biden's been putting out that fucking memo for, like, the last, what, fucking two years. He's like, yeah, I'm going to run, and I want somebody younger to run behind me. Like, I've heard that exact same scenario with Elizabeth Warren, uh, Kamal Harris, Beto O'Rourke, fucking Shea Woods. Like, it doesn't really matter who you fucking put in there. Like, everybody's like, let's just let Joe Biden carry in the next president, and we'll fucking worry about it later. Um, I guess I guess we've trans transitioned to a thing I wanted to talk about after Florida, but we should go back to Florida and talk about how Rick Scott is a fucking um, uh, a lizard person in a uh, snake suit, wearing a human suit. Um, but uh, so so we are now officially, whether we like it or not, gentlemen, in the two thousand and twenty uh, presidential election. Like, that's yeah. Happening. <laughs> like that's just happening. You've got like a uh, week at most before that's all yeah. anyone's talking about. So, so why don't we do one thing? Why don't we take a five-minute pee break and booze break, and we will come back and talk about how we are either okay with this or not, and and who's shaping up to be who's the who, and how we don't give a shit about it for another eighteen months, but we're gonna give a shit about it for fucking eighteen months because we're. I really don't. Up. Michael Avenatti. Yeah, right. Cause, All right, we're back. Like, we're back. Gatlin, unload. I, I just, like, I want to, like, it's upon me, I want to move to Nevada because I feel like all you have to do is be a pimp and be dead to win yeah, in Nevada. Well, basically. Like, how basically. the hell does that happen? Well, I think they, uh, they elected three felons and a, and a dead pimp. Nice. Mouth part. Yeah, the Republican Party. That that sounds like a place I want to live. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Parker, Parker is exactly right. The Republican Party um, elected a uh, a deceased. I mean, he was a yeah, a deceased manager of a brothel in Nevada, where it was totally legal. We're not saying he broke any law, but he did manage a brothel. Oh, he broke laws. Oh, sure. He broke a lot of laws. Um, but the uh, Family Values Party did elect a um, the uh, a dead manager of a brothel and three um, felons. Um, they got two 
that they re-elected that are not convicted felons. And one of my favorite is this Duncan Hunter jackass out in California. Um, he is on the hook for 60 felonies for spending campaign donations on totally shit for him. Like he bought he bought shorts at a golf resort and then and then charged it to a donation to wounded warriors. Um, they flew his, <laughs> his pet rabbit like across country for some other bullshit. Like that's fine. Like you yeah, be, I did read that. I yeah, you want to be a shady fuck? Be a shady fuck. That's fine. But, but then, at, at least have a good pet if you're gonna right, fuck. Yeah. Him. Yeah, like, right. have, have a donkey. Like, had to fly your pet donkey across. Like, something that you couldn't put in a fucking box in this mail, whatever. I'm, I'm Okay, for everybody who's listening. <laughs> well, how do you know if it's your rabbit or not? I mean, <laughs> I guess a good it's question. a fucking rabbit. Well, it's gotta be your rabbit. But one of the things that always pissed me off about this guy was he, like, he has acted so fucking, like, like, how do you dare come to me, Congressman Hunter? With this accusation that I spent all this money without the necessary documentation, they're like they're just throwing fucking receipts. I'm like, well, here he's like, all right, I guess you got, I guess you got something there. And then in court, now this is the thing I thought was funny. In court, he apparently spent most of this money on his mistress, and in court, like he and his wife never looked at each other. So that's apparently going to be a a problem moving forward. But yeah, that's my favorite one. But the Democrats also have um, California for yeah. you. Yeah, uh, con- the Democrats have um, uh, God. Is it uh, not Menendez Ramirez? Like in in New Jersey, New York. New York. Or no, that was yeah, Robert Menendez. Yeah, Robert Menendez. He was he was he was uh, oh, the almost, senator. Yeah, he was almost convicted yeah. for a bunch of counts of fraud, but there was one holdout. And apparently that one holdout yeah. on the jury was at his election celebration party, so that's not <laughs> kosher. That's not good. Yeah, well, it's a mistrial. It's a mistrial anyway. You cut it, so it doesn't really matter. So I don't think they're going to try him again, are they? No, no, you're not going to try him again. No, which is kind of crazy because typically on a mistrial or a hung jury like that, you know, at least in criminal cases that I've been associated with, you Get tee you it back jury. up. You tee it back up, man. Yeah. Put it back on the tee and swing again, but. Less money know. being thrown at it, though. Yeah, there's a lot of money when you... When there's a lot of money with him. And it's a federal case, I believe. Uh, yeah. So that, that makes a difference as well. Because the feds usually don't try anything they can't win. And like, uh, Fuck this shit, man. We've already wasted too much time. Yeah. Well, he's Agreed. back in the Senate, and he deserves all the ridicule that the Republicans want to give him, because that's just fucking funny. Um... All right, so so we before before we took a break to, to get some booze and, and, and a bathroom break, we're talking about the the fact that um, the twenty twenty elections is happening right now. We got Ojeda uh, fucking uh, weighing in on it. We got there's a guy from Mississippi, I think that he declared like a year ago. But well, he's already going to lose then. Right? No, he looks like the daddest dad that's ever dadded, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's like some. It's like I, I. Somebody can Google this, but he's out there, and and he's he declared so long ago. I don't even know his name. Um, you got Ojeda out there now. You got Senator Warren already talking about it. You know, uh, Biden's number one in all the fucking polls. You got uh, Better Work apparently shot to three in the polls behind Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I think Sanders, I think it's Bernie's, like, second, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's between, I think, I think you're right. All the old Chris. heads. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, Bernie's again. not even a Democrat. Yeah. Well, the sure. whole carpet the whole carpetbagger argument is a thing we could talk about, but like here's here's my question, gentlemen. Does it fucking or A, does it fucking matter this far out, which I think I know the answer to that, and B let's say we fast forward to I totally forgot what um, let's say we fast forward to two months ago in two thousand like October twenty twenty. Does it fucking matter who it is if it's that person versus Donald Trump? Yes. What? Usually, um, I mean, does anybody care who no. it is right now? Well, and that's the. Thing. I don't give. A, like, I don't. I. I don't say I don't give two shits. Dude, we haven't even decided the uh, the the midterm election results aren't even all in yet. Let's fucking gear down there, big shifter. Exactly. Um, anytime someone wants to talk to me about this, like, no, I. I are you saying does having a quality candidate matter? Yeah, probably. I would guess, yeah. Uh, you know, we should probably throw someone up there that's not shit. But I'm not going to worry about that right now. Like, I don't give a shit. And I don't care what anybody says they're doing right now either. Other than, like, the big players, like people like Biden, those kind of people, when they talk, when they, like, hint or joke around about it, okay, that means something. When uh, fucking that dude that you mentioned a year ago brings it up, says something about it. Or, uh, honestly, even uh, Beto, when if he's like, oh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think that's that's something you say to get your headline, your name in the yeah, headlines for a few yeah. days, and to get yeah. people drunk and talking about it on a podcast that no one's going to listen to. So well, uh, I dozens, don't know. I, I just don't give a shit about dozens, dozens of it. Listen to this um, podcast. Well, go, go back, go back shit. to like, you know, before '08 election, Barack wasn't even in the fucking mix till the very yeah, end. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm, I don't, it's always the last person that puts their fucking foot in the water that actually ends up being like that one person because that brings, them in, that brings some intrigue to everything. Right. And they don't have a record that you can stomp out. You know what exactly. I mean? We don't, he doesn't have a legislative record. He doesn't have this kind of record. We can't say that he voted for this or he didn't support this because we really don't know. And then there's that intrigue that you're talking about. Like he's mysterious and people always like you at first. Um, so, like, I think Barack Obama became famous in 2004 when he did the, um, the Democratic Convention right, speech. speech. And uh, that's when he started. It, nobody knew his name before that. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it mattered two years out then that he came out of nowhere. But I think, uh, you know, like you were saying earlier, if it's somebody that's established and we know about, you know, okay, whatever. But if it's somebody new, this is when they're going to have to emerge. Because um, if they wait until too late, you know, people aren't going to know them enough. But they they've got to like, for sure. If they wait right. until the, the May or June, June of next year when everybody declares. Yeah. No, no I agree that nobody... You need to wait a little bit, though, right because otherwise, I mean... Give me at least a month from this election. I mean, Christ. No, no, I, I agree. Nobody should be declaring anything. But it is nice for people to be able to get... You know, their face and their agenda, even if they got to write a book or whatever it is, like to get their message out now. But I agree. I, I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Nobody really yeah. wants to hear about it right now. I mean, but shit. for those Jeff people, Flake's they need to be here. thinking about it. You, you got Jeff Flake over here pushing for somebody to start running against Donald Trump in the Republican Party. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck Jeff Flake. He says a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, yeah Flake says, Jeff, Jeff Flake says a lot of things while he sits in the back and makes sure the door to the back of the the Senate is fucking well oiled, so he can bounce the second he fucking can. Exactly. Well, he, that well, guy's he's not allowed, not, to, not allowed to be there anymore because Donald Trump retired him. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he, he's no hero. Anybody that, that stands up to the president after they, they get onto the sidelines, you know, you're, you're, if you're going to talk shit from the sidelines, then you might as well not talk shit, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, stick around and fight, you know? Well, and, and, and Parker, to that point, like some, like I've had people actually tell me to my face in bars, like, they're like, you would never say that to the president. I was like, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> like, you are sadly mistaken. And they're like, you, th- you think you would really say that to the president's face? It's like, I would, I would, I would pencil out hours to talk to the president's face if they would let me. Because I would be worried that you wouldn't even say anything; that you would just become physical right up, right up front. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would at least let him know my thoughts before I I uh, maybe uh, he bitch man slapped him. Um, but no, like like people like you know like the the person in the bar was telling me he's like no you would be intimidated by him his presence and the office. I was like first of all I'm two inches taller than that old man, and I'm thirty. <laughs> his, I'm, main, his main would his yeah. main would intimidate you. Yeah, I'm I'm two inches taller than that old man, and I'm thirty years younger. So like, if we're gonna if we're gonna throw down in some some orange fisticuffs, I'm I'm game. But you know, I am not intimidated by a his stature, b his intellect, or c anything he's gonna say on Twitter. So fucking come at no, me. I'm I not. will say this though, I bet there's some scary fucking uh, guards that you never see because they're oh, just off camera. No. Those so, guys, ah, uh, oh no. And that's why, <laughs> and that's why the he bitch man slap never comes into play because I'd be dead. Like it's yes. just like, yeah. It's I like, will hey. never be intimidated by somebody with a camel throat. Mm-hmm. That's where he keeps water for when it gets dry out and absorbs from yeah. a fatty deposit in his neck. Well, speaking of what if he sends that scary woman over to take your microphone from you? I know. Oh, I tried to tell you. Mean that seventeen-year-old girl? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, so, so ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys don't listen to as much Alex Jones as I do, but they have played that on a continuous loop for the last four days because that's all they got to talk about. That's literally all they got. Well, what about the White House actually stealing from Infowars? Yeah, that yeah. video. Like I that was had, that was their press was stealing from Infowars. I had so many like conservative friends say, "Oh, it's not that bad," and then I just send them like two or three fucking segments of Alex Jones just wilding the fuck out, and they're like, "So that's the same Infowars?" Mm-hmm. Yup. Infowars is really good about getting. Uh, 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 some sort of story or a piece of video or soundbite or whatever out into the more normal, you know, social media sphere, the normal, like, blogosphere kind of thing where the, the less crazy people live and then it's it's just, like, a big message and then down the bottom right, Infowars. Like, one of the one of my buddies has this uh, um, bumper sticker uh, that has, like, I can't remember, it's something about, like, the three branches of government, like, Big Pharma you know, something else and something else. Um, and you never it's know what's spelled. It, well, no, but it, it, it's an InfoWars sticker, but you never know it because the InfoWars logo is really tiny in the oh, bottom no. right. So, See, like, they do that shit all the time, and then people share it, and then it gets real scary. Well, They're almost as bad as the fucking New York Post. Yeah, well, see, and, but... I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they aren't run by the same people. Well... Actually, Gatlin, I don't think you're too far off because what you're saying and what Shay's saying are at two ends of the same pipeline. 
Alex Jones and Jerome Corsi and Roger Stone and all these fucksticks that that swim around. Um, uh, oh God, what's the guy that he got kicked out of Vice, but now he runs the Proud Boys? Um, Gavin McGinnis. Um, these fucksticks that swim around in this white nationalist like stew, and then just pop off and and like Shay said, they like throw some thought out. And the problem is, is that. It, it's like it's like when like you've ever seen if you've ever seen a a public beach dredge the sound and then throw that shit up on the beach and let it dry out to be the beach like that's what's going on here Alex Jones and his in his whole little network just farm out the craziest fucking bullshit you can, and most of it the most Zionist white nationalist bullshit you can think of they dredge it up and they, they put it in this nice little three-minute clip that they can throw up on YouTube. And some senator or some congressman is going to see it. Like, that shit percolates up. It used to be out, uh, used to be directly to President Trump. Like, people are really upset when I send them the screen capture that I have, that I have saved on my phone and my laptop, of Trump on InfoWars doing an interview with Alex Jones. They're like, no, 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 Trump doesn't have anything to do with him. That guy's too crazy, he's too outlandish, he's too fucking um, anti-Semitic. And I'm like, I just send him that image, they're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, this guy gave no shits about who he talked to to get the presidency. And like Shay said, like, that shit's thrown out. And then the rest of the people, like the Washington Post and Tucker Carlson and all these other people... They're just like this political Zamboni. They smooth it out to make it a little bit more palatable, and then they pump it up to Fox News and Laura Ingram and all those fuck sticks. Political Zamboni. I like it. Yeah. that's uh, I stole that from uh, uh, John Lovett from uh, Pod Save America. <laughs> yeah, smooth it out, man. No, but that's exactly like a lot of the really weird shit that you're seeing on Fox News, Tucker Carlson... Um, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, that shit starts at Alex Jones. It it all does. Like you can draw a direct line right right back to him. I really expect, you know, we're you know let, let you know all, let's assume that there's a miracle cure that makes me live a better lifestyle if I take a pill every day and yeah. I live to be an old man. Red pill. Um, we're gonna find out. There's gonna be a book that's gonna come out. We're gonna find out all these pieces of shit we're meeting once a week at a coffee meeting and talking about all this shit together. I guarantee it. That's what's gonna happen, man. Yeah. That's my crazy theory is that they all they all know each other and they they meet at like a secret place where they all have like strippers and cocaine and they talk about their conservative agendas. Fucking it's gonna skull be great. And bones. Yeah, dude, it's coming, man. <laughs> all right, so we pretty much theory one on one. Yeah, so we pretty much decided that 2020s far away the big hitters are going to be the big hitters um so the last like one of the things we have to talk about is what the fuck's going on in florida um so right now we've got two races that are too close to call i think parker is very correct in the fact that they're going to stay with the republican candidate so you got scott yeah. walker scott walker is running against bill nelson and you've got ron DeSantis is running against no you um, got you got DeSantis and gillum yeah, it's Santa and, and then Bill. you got Rick Scott and um, Bill Nelson, right? Bill Nelson, yeah. And I just said but that. and then you, no, you said um, you, you said Scott Walker, but it doesn't matter. Um, the the other the other one is the Agriculture Commission, which is like razor thin too here, which is a 
here is a is a pretty big position right. with all the marijuana laws and things like that. But um, oh, yeah. a female by the name of Nikki Freed has actually declared that she's won. She's up by so many votes. That's probably the only one. And she's a Democrat. She's probably the only one that the Democrats uh, will probably take. Um, honestly, man, what it all comes down to is Broward County. Um, there's a woman down there by the name of Brenda Snipes who you probably read about. Yeah. Um, and everyone has vilified her. And with the, the idea, the whole uh, playbook from the right right now is to vilify uh, this black woman who is in charge in Broward County as the supervisor of elections about how corrupt and fraudulent she is in, in finding votes. And, uh, but here's the fact, man, and you can look it up. First off, number one, she was appointed by Jeb Bush. All right, that that should be the first thing that you know. Yeah. Uh, she was appointed by Jeb Bush because there was what they considered to be some shenanigans going on down there, and one of the biggest Democratic strongholds in the in the state, probably number two biggest uh, Democratic strongholds in the state in Broward County, very populated. We're talking about seventy thirty uh, in, in these elections for the Democrats. Um, the second thing you should know is that there has been absolutely no evidence of fraud. But she is grossly, grossly incompetent. Now, who do you blame for appointing an incompetent person to a job in which they thought that the other person was fraudulent? Now, Jeb Bush comes out today and says that she should be, uh, you know, she should be removed from her seat. Uh, and if and, I'm not and mistaken, Chris, is she, she is a Republican. I'm not sure what, what she is, honestly, but she was appointed by Jeb Bush. Yeah. And there's a history of people that have been appointed that are still in office in the state that were appointed by Jeb Bush who are grossly, grossly incompetent. And a lot of those people happen to be minorities. And Jeb Bush tried to score some points with um, right. appointing some minorities into seats um, in order to score some points with minority demographics. And I think what ended up happening is he appointed people without finding out who they were, uh, what their qualifications were, and then oh, he could bad. complain. He could complain later, you know, that they weren't, um, you know, they weren't qualified. They're not qualified. It's just as as to you know uh, uh, maybe imply for some reason it's because of their race. But th this woman has been terrible for a long time. But right, she's not right. terrible in that she's bending things. She's just grossly, grossly incompetent. And was she not, Parker? You can you can probably clarify this for me. She was not. She was not convicted of a crime of voter fraud or something back during the previous elections. It was a criminal. It was a. I'm sorry. It was a civil uh, right. matter, and she was found you know guilty of that civil matter. But she wasn't fucking removed, and she was also no. like you said appointed by Jeb Bush. And the governor could have removed her at any time before this election if he felt like one of the things he's been saying is that for several years. She's been showing, you know, signs of, exactly. of being fraudulent. Yeah. So why was she not removed before? Why, why is this just a question now? And another thing that should be mentioned before I forget is that in this election, the ballot that was approved down in Broward it County. It was really weird. It was weird. And what it did was on the down in the bottom left-hand corner under the instructions was the Senate race. Bill, uh, Rick Scott versus Bill Nelson. Why they put it down there, why they approved it, is news to me. I don't know. I don't know why they would have done that. But Bill or Rick Scott 
should be thanking her, thanking her, sending her flowers, because had more people voted, there were 30,000 people that voted for the agricultural commissioner but didn't vote for the senator, and people were coming out in exit polls saying they couldn't find it. And 70% of those people are people that are going to vote Democrat, which would have made the difference probably in this election. Yeah. yeah. So he should be sending her flowers. He should be apologizing to her. But they need a scapegoat. They need someone to, to go after. Today they, they ask a judge to impound the machines, to impound the voting machines, that and was, put them yeah. in, 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 in under the supervision of the Florida Department of, of uh, uh, Law Enforcement because they're saying that if they don't, they're going to be uh, tampered with. And, and the state attorney down there, Dave Ehrenberg, uh, has, has come out and said it. The sheriff's office has come out and said it, the Department of Law Enforcement. There's no sign of any foul play. It's just straight-up negligence and incompetence and votes that have come in that haven't been counted. Um, so it's really hurt the Democrats, I would say, a lot more than it's hurt him. But he needs a scapegoat because he needs to end this this recount right now before he loses, just like they did in 2000 in uh, Gore v. Bush. Right. And and the other problem is is that everything that Parker's saying is, you know, as far as I know, exactly correct, because that's what I'm reading in the newspapers as well. But the problem is, is that the sitting POTUS is weighing in and saying that we have to stop these recounts. We have to stop these recounts in, in Florida and Georgia where the Democratic candidate has asked for every vote to be called. Like, and that, and that's, that's, that's where I get, like, fucking butthurt as shit is that... Well, that now, now, Justin, that can't be right because my understanding of conservative ideology is they don't like the federal government stepping in on state-level stuff. So the president would <laughs> never publicly tell them to stop counting votes in a Democratic election. No, no, also, or even get involved in a state election. Right. Yeah. The sitting, mm. the sitting Republican, the sitting Republican uh, Publis would never just step in and say like, "You guys should stop counting these votes that might hurt my candidates." Now, I hear I do actually have a question about this. Now, wait a minute, did I just tweet that? Is that Oops. out there already? Fuck. Um, now, as far as the recount in Florida goes, was it something that like was somebody? And I, I've seen both sides. I'm going to ask you because you live there. Uh, Chris, is it something that automatically happened because it was within a certain percentage, or did yeah. somebody push for it? Yeah, well, there were too many hanging chads, man. So, yeah. so, 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 <laughs> not, my blood pressure can't take you. Shut. I don't want to hear it. Fuck. <laughs> God, damn it. I don't want to. I'm going to oh. name my child hanging chad. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I would like to say. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, guys. Let, let me let me calm this let me calm this down real quick before Shay like like before Shay before Parker you answer Shay's question. I guarantee you that I will make sure that Shay provides me and then I will provide you guys both of you with things that will make you feel better from Colorado. If you stop talking about the chats. Right. Uh, the, 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 the chats. Answer, the, the answer chat. to your question is that if an election comes down to being within one percentage point, it automatically triggers a machine count recount. If okay. it's within a half a point, yeah. it uh, it triggers a automatic hand count, both of which have deadlines that the state sets. 
And now what Rick Scott, or no, excuse me, Bill Nelson is trying to do now is to try to uh, ask a judge for an injunction to remove Rick Scott from being involved in over. Lose him. We're seeing this election. They're trying to remove him from the process now because he's trying to assert himself to a point where uh, it stops everything. Because right now he's the winner, right? Hold on, Parker. Go back about five seconds and repeat that because you just you just said a lot of stuff real fast in our on our audio. Um. Well, what Bill Nelson filed a lawsuit today to have the. Um, the governor removed from this process because he's beginning to insert himself to a point As where he he's too involved. As he should be removed. And, and, well, you know, in Georgia, you have the secretary of state oh. who's over the elections running for oh, governor. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I had this conversation on culturally damaged just the other day with uh, my cohort on the show. You know, why, why do we allow this conflict of interest to happen? I mean, in the legal field, if we have any conflict of interest in a case, we have to recuse ourselves. Yeah. But in an election where you're the Secretary of State and you oversee your state's elections, you're allowed to run for the highest seat in or the governor. land and oversee that election. Yeah, yeah, that that is completely insane to me. Like, that's not... I mean, but should you have to step down? Like, yeah, you should have to recuse yourself from some position to do that. Cause, and I just don't see, see how that's okay. One of the reasons we didn't record on Tuesday was not that Shay had fried his brain and forgotten when we were going to do the podcast. Nope. That was all, that was also an issue. But the other issue was is I got home after a real shit day of work and then saw the, the, the returns coming in in Florida and Georgia and just, I was, I, I'm not, I, I will admit, I was super the fuck bummed out. And... Mainly because those three fucking people, in my opinion, are shitty, shitty public servants. Like, Ron DeSantis was going to win a governorship in Florida by basically sucking Trump's ass. That's how oh, he was going to do it. Uh, you should have seen the commercials down here, man. It was so oh, yeah. bad. I mean, I went to West Virginia for a week about two weeks ago, and I, I saw the commercials there. and They were pretty bad, too, but... Uh, just the the overall sense of nationalism that they were uh, exuding in these in these commercials, uh, pictures of film of uh, Ron DeSantis with his son building a Lego wall, oh, yeah. teaching his oh, yeah. teaching his son how to build walls to separate us from Mexicans. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, the first thing he said when Gillum got uh, won the primary was for Florida up. not don't monkey this up, and that's not a coincidence, man. No. Uh, somebody did some research and found that. Throughout his entire public office career, his public service career, he said the word monkey like two times, and it was totally a different, a different context. <laughs> so he never says that phrase, you know. Uh, well, I mean, he probably does in his own private time, but uh, he, I'm he's. Sure, a, I'm sure he, he says some harder things. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think he's using the word monkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole time, man, he never came off his base. He never even tried to appeal to the to the center. And that's what made me think that the no-party affiliations were really going to dump votes in for Gillum, and it was going to be a four- or five-point victory. But the base comes out, man. They know what they're doing when they do that, you know, when they, when they pander to the base. When Donald Trump continues to pander to the base, and he's content with that 35 to 38% approval rating, he knows for a fact that all 38% of those 
those those goofballs that follow him around are going to vote for him, and they're going to vote for him twice if they can, um, because they are super supporters that you can count on. The same reason the NRA continues to win, even though their policies are not popular with the people. Their people yeah. are louder than everybody else's. Well, and and I yeah no, you're exactly right. And and one of the reasons that I you know that was one reason I was bummed out as fuck as the results came in. The other reason was I was um, so you got Riz Scott who has uh, opposed reinstating one of one of the things was Amendment Four in Florida. If nobody's been following that, they just they just gave the voting rights back to a lot of um, convicted felons that have have served their time. One point four million. Yeah, a, yeah, one point four million people. And one of the things that Rick Scott has done since he's been uh, the governor of, of the state of Florida was give voting rights back to a lot of Republicans who have committed uh, financial crimes and fuck everybody else pretty much. Like if you looked at, um, oh God, I'm going to say Bill Nice, but that's not right because I'm thinking about Bill Nye, the science guy. Um, who was the governor before him, Parker? You would know this. Well, the governor before Rick Scott was uh, uh, Charlie Crist. Thank you. Okay, so Charlie Crist uh, reinstated about 38,000 people's voting rights per year. Uh, Rick Scott has averaged about 400. And yeah. you can look this shit up online. You can watch a video of Rick Scott. Because for those of you who haven't been paying attention to the fact that our voting rights are being absolutely gutted by the Republican Party... Um, in Florida, if you are convicted of a felony, you your voting rights uh, to reinstate your voting rights, you have to go before a committee, um, a tribunal of such. And one of the, uh, one of the people you've got to apply for your voting rights to be reinstated. Yeah, ten before. years after you serve your time, exactly. You have to wait ten years, ten and then when you apply, years. and then once you apply, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I want you no, people yeah. to be clear. Cut, once cut you apply, facts. once you apply, ten years later. The average time, waiting time before you to get in front of this board is seven years. So you have to wait years 17 years to get in front of this little lizard who chairs the committee. He it's literally chairs Parker, the fucking Parker, committee. Parker. Be, be correct. He is a snake person. He's a snake person with a lizard personality. But he chairs the committee, and it's and, and if you do yourself a favor, watch John Oliver did a segment on this week. Yeah, he did. And it's, I live in Florida, and it was mind blowing to me. But you know, I would go out and try to get people elected. I worked for Obama in 2008, and I worked for Obama in 2012, and we spent a lot of time out on the streets talking to people, trying to get them to register to vote and make them part of the mark, make them part of the uh, the process. But I mean, almost every fifth person we went to said, "I can't vote," and I said, "Why?" Because I'm a felon. Well, half those people turns out weren't felons; they were. They weren't convicted of a crime. They, they pled out and got a withhold. The other people that were felons who were convicted of a crime didn't realize that they could get their rights restored. But there's so many people out there. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. 1.4 million people. And you talk about razor-thin margins in elections? There's a reason why they're doing this. And if, you did, if they didn't do it, and if they did it like Charlie Chris did it, this election wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be in this situation. And we might not be in 2020 because of this. But here's the problem. When Andrew Gillum get, doesn't get elected and Ron DeSantis gets elected, he's now in charge administratively uh, right. of incorporating this new rule uh, from the amendment that 
he's going to put up so much red tape uh, some way, somehow, that these people still aren't going to be able to vote. So that amendment's probably not even really going to matter. So after seven years, so after seven years, you've got to apply for this many other things. After ten, after ten. Yeah. Well, and 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 for those of you that that are listening, uh, this is a this is a audio medium, of course. You should definitely look up uh, the John Oliver segment that Parker is talking about because what you get to see there is about three or four instances where a gentleman who has maybe committed a felony in his teens, in his late teens, he was 17, 18, 19, he committed a felony. He is standing before this tribunal. I'm going to call it tribunal because it sounds more like it's a goddamn executioner thing because that fits. There's no standards. No standards. well, and they and say that. He said you that. have to think about what some of the things are that are considered felonies. Right. That yeah. are just kind of mind blowing. Yes. Right. If well, if you are driving on a suspended license felony. and with knowledge and you do it you do it three times throughout your life, um, say your insurance was uh, ran out and you got a letter from the insurance company so you knew it, you kept driving, you driving to work, get pulled over. If that happens to you three times in your life, the third one is a felony. And there's many of those people that are convicted of very non-violent felonies, just like that. Now, some of them are violent, but a lot of them are 50, 60 years old. Like, their crime's 50 or 60 years old. Some of the people are, like, in their 80s, and they're going before a tribunal, and they're told by this guy, the governor of the state, to their face. And I give him credit. He does sit there and tell them to their face himself, no, sorry, I'm not feeling you. Next. And that's exactly what he says. He says, yeah, I don't believe you're ready to vote yet. Like, this one, little, I'm sorry, little. He's about my height. He's like six six, snake person in a in a fucking very nice suit. Is telling people they can't have the right to vote because they have haven't they have broken the law. And I believe Parker, you could probably like feel this out for me. How many um how many felonies has the uh, uh, Scott administration already like been under? Like he well, himself uh, has been yeah. under a lot of indictments. His wife has apparently run the, uh, th- then Shay, you're, you're going to perk up on this one. Uh, Florida has a, uh, uh, Parker also helped me out on this one. Um, they had, or I think they still do have a um, drug test for uh, benefits, you know, um, law. Um, what do we call that now? Uh, it was, I think it was end up for being ruled unconstitutional like it always right. is. Right, but, because and yeah. but whose whose wife was running the company that a lot of these these tests with these drug tests? I'm here. I'm sorry, Florida. Let me back up a second. Florida had a law that tried to pass a law to drug test anybody who wanted welfare benefits, and just it just happens to be that um, Scott Walker's wife ran the company that ran uh, piss tests, so that happened. Then it was ruled unconstitutional, like it almost yeah. is, always is, because it's a Fourth Amendment violation because you have no probable cause. The only state I believe that that's held up in was Wyoming. That's off the top of my head because they had a series of questionnaires, and if you tested kind of squirrely on the questionnaire, they would drug test you. They had probable cause. Well, shit, nobody in Wyoming knows how to take a questionnaire. <laughs> but, like... I, yeah, but there's only one state that I know of that that these, um, you know, drug tests for um, social, um, you know, benefits as held up because it's 
It's and I'm, I've never even gone to fucking law school, Parker, and I know that that doesn't hold up to a probable cause. Yup. Yeah, I think no, it doesn't. It's it's a big political thing. Well, right. you should. Whoa! I'm not that high. Am everybody else saw that too, right? Yeah. yeah well, Parker, I guess what I'm trying to say is, no, if Parker, we're if laughing because the government's gonna give you money. You know, you should be drug free. You should be out there trying to get a job. And it's like, yeah. you know, I, okay, I, 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 that's fair. I believe that too. But it doesn't pass constitutional muster. In that you can't just go around giving people piss tests uh, because it doesn't pass. It actually doesn't piss. It, I'm sorry, it doesn't piss pass. Uh, <laughs> actual like regular muster because whenever this is passed, Democrats in whatever state you're talking about have have tried to pass an amendment that says that okay, you're going to give these people uh, federal, uh, you know, state money to for welfare or what have you. They got to piss in the cup, then everybody who gets state money has to piss in the cup. And that means the governor, the senators, the congressmen, in every state they've tried to pass that, the Republican majority has been like, nope. Well, here, here's what they found, though. When they did piss test people, uh, what 2%. they're finding is, is, yeah, you're finding about 2% of people testing positive. So the money you're spending, 2.6%. This is in Florida. 2.6% of the state's cash assistance applicants failed the drug test, or 108 out of 4,086, according to figures uh, from the state obtained by the group. So, and the most common use? Marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> so it's not even fucking justified. Right. No, it's not. Well, They're not finding thing, anybody. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you generally spend about 10 to 25% more money fucking testing these people than you would to just give them the fucking money. And I've talked about this with Shay. Like, I just call it the asshole tax. Like, I don't give a shit what body of people you want to point at, whether it be Democrats, whether it be Republicans, whether it be senators, whether it be congressmen, whether it be CACA priests, whether it be, you know, Episcopal ministers. Like, you point at them, and 10% of those people are going to be assholes. And maybe 2% of that 10% are going to be really assholes. And they're going to fuck it up for everybody. But if, if we're going to... What's that? Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep cutting off. But to, to your uh, conservative listeners' delight, we, we're getting lost in what the whole point of bringing this up was, which is that he's back there watching us argue over whether or not this is legitimate uh, policy while him and his wife are profiting because they owe oh, yeah, the company yeah. to do the fucking piss test. Hand over fist. Shay and I know a friend of ours that actually smokes a bunch of weed but runs his, you know, his, his, his living is off of this, uh, of these, these type of tests. And we, you know, have kind of questioned, like, kind of discussed amongst ourselves, like, like, how do, you, how do you do that? But, like, I kind of get that. Like, if that's the way you need to make... If that's your livelihood, I get it. But you also don't have to be the governor and push that while your wife is going to make bank. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a little different when you're when you're the, when you're the governor of a state. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, I, I, you know, I, that, 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 that's the kind of thing. Like, there, there's hypocrisy, you know, hypocrisy on a small scale, and then there's, like, hypocrisy on a governmental scale. And that's when you're just like, all right, come on. Like, if, if you're bending the rules to make sure that your wife's making a bunch of money, that's fucked up. But, like, I totally hope that every person in Florida and across the nation that is collecting, collecting those piss samples... And then, you know, fucking shuttling them across the, the, the town or and maybe the other state. I don't know where you got to take them to get pissed, tested. But I hope all of those people just fucking transporting piss are high as balls. I hope they are. Because I mean, statistically speaking, some of them are. I'm oh, sure yeah. they are. It'd be There's great. no doubt about it. Yeah. There's no so, doubt about it. But, so, you know, I, and this may be news to you, but Rick Scott... Uh, owned a company, a medic, um, a hospital medic, uh, uh, medical company, that is oh, yeah. responsible for the largest fine ever dealt out by the United States government for Medicaid, Medicare fraud. Nice. Sir, are you telling me that a a conservative Republican businessman did not play by the rules? And not only that, he he was called in front of. Uh, Depositions. He was called in front to to uh, to to ask questions, and he pled the he pled the fifth. How many times? I think it was like fifty six times. He pled the fifth, and Parker, it's all on tape. Shocked. Parker, yeah. are you it's his constitutional that? right to do that? It is. I'm it is. shocked. <laughs> I am shocked. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's common knowledge down here, and people are oh, just yeah. so desensitized no. to it that they just like ah. He's a businessman. He's trying to make his nut for his family. Well, you know, and you a... know what, Parker? That's one of the things. That, like, yeah, pol- all politics is local. But right. I always love it when somebody will like send me an uh, like an email or a message on Facebook out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, look at this Democratic guy. He's a fucking. He's so fucking corrupt." I'm like, dude, I don't have time to fucking email you all the corrupt Republicans I got, and that's why I don't do it. Like. Yeah, there's stones that throw on both sides, but don't, like, yeah, don't throw stones then, because that's why you don't throw them. Oh, fuck me, man. Have you met a politician that's not crooked? At least to some extent. Very few, very few. Um, I actually, and and you probably can't consider him a politician, but I worked with a guy who just ran for judge, and I think he's the squeakiest clean person I've ever met in my life. Now... Once he becomes the judge, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Well, but he'll be a judge, not a regular politician. But every now and then you see somebody good start, but it's what happens to them after they they get there, you know. Well, I th- I think and that's all- the thing, though. Like it's it's not it's not necessarily them. It's the people that are backing them that end yeah. up making them that way. Well, the system kind of almost encourages you. Have, you yeah, you have right? to be. You yeah. you get you get like bonuses. For each time you do something terrible. <laughs> what did Shay do? Listening? See, like, I like to tell a, a rave. lot of people. Yeah, well, like, Shay, Shay, like, a lot of people are like, Shay didn't talk for a while at this one podcast. It's like, um, if you don't hear Shay talking... He's uh, playing with something on his desk, and he's either drinking a, a, a glass of rum or hitting some hookah bullshit, whatever he's got around. <laughs> that's hookah? The thing. No, I that's can't what I'm an animal. Everybody. 
What the hell are you always puffing on? It's a it's a, a vaporizer. It's yeah. not hookah though. Whatever. Whatever. Specifically, uh, some super tank buds, uh, golden goat. It's a great strain, very citrusy, uh, floral aftertones that really make it enjoyable. It's of the sativa blend. This man knows his stuff. Yeah. Well, I try. Well, and 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 so we've. Got I noticed gallons. you're not asleep, so <laughs> it has to be sativa. I mean, to yeah. Well, to be fair, I don't really uh, know as much about the smaller local level elections as you. So if you guys can talk about that and fill time, I can you know hang over here and do quality control. You know, just just <laughs> keep things in perspective for uh, you. Don't worry about it. He's more of a big picture kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, so this this is this is why Shay and I have said for I don't know the fucking couple of months that we've done this podcast. That this is the only podcast that we're literally not allowed to leave the house after we do it. Yep. Um. And uh, uh I hope your friend's Kickstarter for that pause button's going well because are we about to hit two hours or more, right? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna polish this off in a couple of minutes just to make Katie happy. But I'm also gonna give her I shit for that forever. <laughs> not my caddy in case you're awake yes <laughs> yeah gallant's gallant's uh shouting out the hallway to make sure that his pregnant wife did not make sure that he was talking about her all right guys uh let's let's wrap this up uh we've had a good time but we need to know uh we really actually need to talk about um this week in awesome or awesome as we say it, and this week uh, in assets. And actually, Parker, I pulled that awesome from you, like fucking back in the nineties. That's a Corey Dennison thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. We came yeah. home one. Yeah, <laughs> he got smashed one night, and he came home, and I was like, "Corey, you all right?" He's like, "I am awesome." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That's fa- that's fantastic. I like that. Yeah. All right, so so the way we like to end this podcast is we like to run around with the uh, assets of the week that everybody just wants to shit on, and then we'll end on a positive note with what you thought was pretty awesome this week. And uh, let's let's uh, Gallon, what what you got? Let's start with Gallon. What, who do you want to shit on? Who's your asset of the week? It, I'm I don't believe it was this past week, but probably. We don't, we don't uh, have a time frame on here. We we yeah. run a we, we we might run a pretty tight ship here at the Yeah, at the I was say, well, your timeline better be ever be <laughs> yeah. up the tar, buddy. Be right on the level. Um, yeah, let's go with Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh wow, y'all know Pete Davidson, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I, and you 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 all may not like Dan Crenshaw. The uh, patch guy, right? Yeah, eye patch Republican. Yeah, but uh, Pete Davidson made a pretty fucking gnarly remark about him on SNL uh, right. either last week or the week before. Um, it was just kind of fucking, you know, a little over <laughs> over the limit that you should go uh, if you don't know the guy's background to kind of make fun of a guy for wearing an eye patch, especially when, you know, he's a veteran and lost his eye because of an IED. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, they brought uh, they brought Dan Crenshaw onto SNL this past week, and he was able to 
get back at Pete Davidson, which was pretty fucking hilarious. It was good. It was really good. He just kept going at him, and um, yeah, Dan Crenshaw is a uh, is a congressman elect from Texas. He lost his eye on his third tour as a uh, Navy SEAL in Iraq, and it was like I my only complaint about that guy is that a he's a Republican from Texas, which you know that's his fucking god given right, but b he apparently did a lot of campaign events. Uh, at his uh, um, CrossFit gym, which is just fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, like, like just my place in hell for anybody <laughs> that does CrossFit. Yeah, like, like he, like, and but that was like his campaign, like, like thrust, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then uh, um, the Davidson guy, God, I don't remember his name. I know who exactly you're talking about. Um, yeah, he, what's that? Tell uh, me, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davis, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, Gatlin, you're exactly right. Like, that, those comments were fucking way out of line. It was just right. stupid. And, I mean, I know majority of SNL scripted, but, like, when they do their weekend weekend update, you know, they're kind of winging it the entire time. And uh, Pete Davidson has always had a, he's had a knack for going over the fucking limit. Like, he's the kid that made a comment about his own father, who was yeah. a, a firefighter during 9-11 who right. passed away. Like, he's made a comment about him before. And it, it's just, you know, there's a certain limit that you just don't go over. And I yeah. feel like Pete Davidson always does it. And maybe he's just so fucking butthurt that that little teeny bopper girl broke up with him. I don't know. I don't know either, but that's a good one because he is kind. He he is cons- consistently an asset about a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah his ten minutes of fame is probably going to be up pretty soon. I think. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was winding down, so that's why he made that comment so that he would get another five minutes. Yeah. Parker, you got to be you want to shit on this week. Uh, Brenda Snipes. The supervisor of elections in Broward County. Uh, she's yeah. she's like screwing things up for everybody. She she's help she's enabling uh, Rick Scott at the same time being vilified. She's incompetent and she sucks. She's she's like like, I mean it's like if you were one of the orcs from Lord of the Rings and like, like somehow fucked it up and wanted to like destroy the ring anyway. Like she's not helping anybody. Like she's not helping anybody. No, she's she's. She's also Terrible. frozen in time. She's bad at life. <laughs> bad at life. Shay? Um, like the bitch. Uh, I'm going to go <clears throat> with a gentleman named Clayton Hickey. Uh, I don't know if you have seen this. You've probably, you may have seen his picture floating around, but it's the dude that got fired from a polling center because he wore a, uh, it's a Confederate. Oh, yeah, that's a good it's a one. Con- it's a Confederate flag shirt. That says, uh, you know, it's, it's got the flag, and then it justice. says Mississippi Justice, but then hanging across the flag is a fucking noose. So it's just insensitive as fuck, and it and it's like you can't argue to me that's not some racist bullshit. And like, on the one hand, he he's he's such a douchebag, he sucks. But on the other hand, you gotta have some balls to wear something like that to a polling center. Yeah. So like, 
that kind of makes some, that makes some me blowback. yeah well that makes me think he almost was like i'm gonna buy i'm gonna wear the shirt because it's gonna be funny which makes me like him even less yeah <laughs> well you know also, what i mean like like he's the kind of guy that would wear that shirt to a polling place and then if i was like voting for a democrat right beside him and turn and say like you know you're a racist bigot right he'd be like Oh, what the fuck? You can't tell me that. That 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 offends me. That hurts my feelings. Yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah, Clayton Hickey. I, I new shirt guy wasn't good enough. Had to, it took me a second to find his name. That guy, fuck that guy. Well, he got fired from his job, by the way. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't. Yeah, and yeah, to be clear, cool. he wasn't breaking any laws. And they've said that like it's not legal to wear that shirt. It's just a. It's just he's a piece. He's just a shit yeah. thing to do. So just out of uh, curiosity, what was his job? Uh, shit, I'm I've got to pull up uh, here. Um, I, it look it looks like something like just I'm just one of those. I, I'm sure I don't know what the positions are called, but there's just those people that are kind of milling around the polling centers to help. Like if you've got questions about the ballot machine or you turn yeah, a ballot. Well, what, what is it? What, yeah, he was he was the token. Oh, right? he literally worked. He worked at the at the elections office. Yes. Yeah, he oh, worked oh, at the polling center. I, That's, he was there voting. I didn't yeah. that. No, 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 no. He, he worked for the election center wearing this shirt, and then oh, it wasn't true. illegal, but a, a photo of it went viral, and everybody I found thought, out about it. So, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. you got to be shitting me. That's news to me. I thought he was yeah. just some dipshit that yeah. walked in. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no, no yeah. he was handing out I voted stickers afterwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very specifically, uh, the election commissioner said, I was shocked when I saw it, but there isn't any, a law against it. There's nothing we can do about it. Uh, so, like, he worked for the election people, uh, like, as a vault, which, you know, and, but he wore that shirt. So that's, you've got to, like, that's what I mean. Like, he made the decision that he, like, I feel like he held that shirt up in front of him and went, yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. And, you know, wore his, it's like, I oh, Tell me that guy wasn't a patsy. Yeah, you I don't know. Know. To say he was. They you planted know. him there. All right. All right. So my ass out of the week, believe it or not, is the president. Um, he was, he was, he, apparently there was some, some, some light rain at some cemeteries in, in, uh, in, in Europe and he was not allowed to, he, he said he wasn't, he just couldn't pull off some, uh, some, some cemetery visits for the 100th anniversary of the armistice of, of World War One, And but so he's in, what's Arthritis that? is a real thing, man. Yeah. Dude, think think about that hair in the rain. I know. Come on, I know. I know. It, it I know. would completely melt on his face, and he's got—he literally has makeup, like brown makeup yeah. on. That's so, it. Just doesn't work out, man. So he did it all was, the fucking due diligence by not fucking yeah. Going so out so I guess my my ass hat uh, of the week has an upside in that uh, Twitter has apparently face fucked the. Uh, uh, tr uh, real Donald Trump Twitter with pictures of Obama just standing in the rain, giving giving speeches, uh, you know, honoring the the unknown soldier, just getting fucking douched with rain, and they're like this is what a real leader does. And Donald Trump can't get his head wet, so that's what happens. All right, America so first, unless yeah, it's America first, unless it's spritzing. Um, so, you know, he, and, and actually, just as a side note, uh, he nor, uh, Pence have gone to Arlington today for Veterans Day, so. Now, my understanding is that there's not, like, an official thing that goes down, but it's just kind of expected, like, yo, you should do this. 
Yeah, it's right? also expected like, the president talks in complete sentences, but yeah. But what I what I mean is, it's it's like it's another one of those examples of like we're, uh, of him just like kind of not doing something that's expected. Right. There's nothing in the Constitution right. that says the president has to talk in complete grammatically correct no. sentences. No, it's true. Um, but we've always expected them to do that. That's a good point. Yeah, we expect too much. Yeah. Anything. Talk about your, you're you're kind of frozen on me. No, I think you want to say a lot. Of it's stuff. part of his shtick. Yeah, uh, no, it's part of his shtick to say like, you know, I'm gonna say this thing that that sounds really racist, but it's not so much racist if you just let it sit there on Twitter for twelve hours or whatever the fuck is going on. All right. So anyway, all right. What is great in everybody's life that you've seen this week, Parker? Start up. Oh man, that's tough. This week just started. <laughs> oh, last week, we, you know. Do we, we count last week? Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this is kind of lame probably for you guys, but um, I was helping a good friend run for judge, and even though we had a really shitty Tuesday night, uh, my friend, uh, he won a judicial seat. That's good. Here in the air, dude. He's a good progressive dude. And I like on the bench, and so I was All really right. happy for him. He won sixty percent of the vote. Parker, back back up a minute and tell us uh, your friend won sixty percent of the vote. We we lost your audio there for a second. Uh, your friend, his full name, and he won what district? Uh, Dave Ellis. He won uh, circuit seat in uh, the sixth judicial circuit here, Pasco Pinellas. Probably will never affect any of your lives, but. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's a good, he was a good dude, and he won. A, he won. A, he won an election in a tough place to win for a Democrat. So, nice, nice, nice. Gatlin, what's up? Pass. Pass. What? <laughs> you could do that. Well, for the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll come, we'll come uh, back around. You know, if we're talking about things that are good and important in our lives, I'm gonna say, I just completed. The mission that got me my second holster, so I can dual wield revolvers in Red Dead 2 now, and this is very important to me <laughs> because well, now I can do the Yosemite Sam up in the air and be like, "Yeehaw!" Uh, for those of you listening to to the Woodcast, where I have been actually pretty impressed for the last two weeks or so that Shay's even showed up for the podcast or even admitted he was going to do the podcast. To take away from time from Red Dead uh, Redemption Two, so, uh, so that 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 that's about par for the course as far as I know. Pew pew, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, that game is fantastic. Also, also, I'd like to I like to mention that Shay owns real firearms, and I'm worried as well as you are. Ah, those are fine. Um, yeah, they're fun. You know, it, it's either that or it was either going to be that or the fact that I am just balls deep in Game of Thrones, and it's a lot of fun getting into it so far after it's aired. <laughs> Gatlin, you got anything yet? I. It's not. Gatlin. That is what I said. We're, we're not going to slut shame you here. Come on. No, I was. I'm, I was wanting to touch on something that was near and dear to my heart. It's not awesome. Oh, hey, hey, let it out. We, we, you know, as I've said, we run a tight ship here, but we'll, hey, we'll get it out, bro. Way. I feel like uh, there's something we haven't discussed tonight, and we need to, and that would be the uh, the death of the late, great 
Stanley. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Fuck, that did happen. To... Bummer, dude. Way to end on a low note. Thanks, yeah. man. Nah, but see, I like to look at it as a high Excelsior! Because, I mean, yeah. the man, the man brought us a lot of fucking great yeah. shit. And I, you know, on a sad day with him passing, I, I, I want to think about all the things that he, like, he brought joy to several of us. I mean, um, yeah. one, uh, interesting side note, uh, you know, I'm aware that he has filmed a lot of the upcoming cameos in Marvel movies. Yeah. So for the next few years, he's going to keep popping up when you see these movies in theaters, and it's going to be real sad. Uh, I'm expecting, like, it's the gonna next It's going to be great, though. Like, it's yeah, going to be, like, a, yeah. you know, just a blast from the past when you see a movie in four years from now. Yeah, man. That, that, that makes that appearance. Like, that's how iconic that man is, that he is still making appearances six, seven years after he died. Yeah, he that Stanley. Like, I'm not big on celebrity death. Like, I'm I'm usually that dick bag that's gonna if someone posts a funny uh, a sad status update or it gets real butthurt about a celebrity dying, I'm gonna be like, wow, I'm surprised you knew that person so closely, you know, just to, just to be a prick. But that's one of the few where you're like, oh, you know, that's coming because he's a million years old, and then when it happens, you're like, yeah. damn, because yeah, he's what ninety five. He ninety five. Yeah, passed away at ninety five. He was. Uh... He was one of the main creators of basically, I would say basically every character you've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And my only problem with his death is now I'm going to have a lot of people talk to me about how they so love comics and they don't know shit a fucking about comics. But Oh, Jack shit. Uh, yeah, Stan Lee, Stan Lee was like the, he was the cornerstone of almost... I want. I don't want to say almost all Marvel comics characters, but there are so many of them that he has his thumbprint on. It's, well, it's he is really the sole reason sick. we have Spider Man. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Like the the if you if you were to look at the sheer list of comics characters story arcs that Stan Lee had a integral part of. Back in the seventies and eighties, it's 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 actually mind blowing because now we just assume that Stan like now we just know that Stan Lee was involved in all that shit. But if you go back, it, it's it's actually phenomenal how many of even the smaller characters that that the you know people that only watch the movies have never even heard of, and it, um, it just sucks that he passed away. It it always it's it was always gonna suck. Like Shay said, he 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 died at ninety five years old. It was gonna happen eventually, but yeah, it does suck. And 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 guy has a great point. Like he gave us all like so much. Like some of my favorite characters. And that's that's why I want to look at it as a you know awesome moment because nah he had a great life. You know Um, I mean shit he was still just balling out till the day he died. Right uh, comic cons. Left and right. He probably he probably doesn't admit he did a cameo cameo in um, you know Fantastic Four or the Silver Surfer, but you know he he was there. I don't know, man. I feel like he enjoys all of it. Like at that point, well, when you're that old, you? and like you you know he's re- you know he's, the money's not an issue, and it's this empire that he you know it's this whole thing that sprung from him well, some of his work and. And it's like, you know, what just what are you asking me to be a cameo? Uh, yeah, okay, cool. What I, it's got to be like, 
real early in the day and I need a nap before and after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and we got to experience the one that he did in Deadpool when he's a fucking... (laughs) The guy, like, bringing out the next girl on the stage. That right there... I mean, that was hilarious. (laughs) Well, and one one of the other things that it's, it's also good to know is or good to know that that he was a veteran. You know, he did serve. Um and and not only did Marvel like honor him today, like left and right, but D C also, D C image, all the all the uh independent comic books that, that spawned from D C and Marvel's, you know, that that dichotomy back in the seventies and eighties, like they all were just like in in awe of 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 and it- that's the yeah. thing. I mean, it, it's kind of like a fitting farewell to him for him to yeah. pass today. It, yeah, it it wasn't about Marvel. It wasn't about what what he did for one company. It was about the entire industry and how many kids grew up watching that stuff and seeing it and reading it. It was it was it was it was it was pretty awesome to watch it. Well, how many people, like how many smaller kids, you know, gained power from what he created? A lot of them. A lot of kids now that are seeing... I mean, I mean this is this... like I, I know I told Shay this, but like I bought two tickets for a Black Panther on a weekend. I couldn't go see it. Just because I wanted to like fucking blow the doors off any record. Because that looked like a movie that kids that didn't look like me needed to see. Yeah. Like, yeah. I bought, I bought two tickets for Black Panther on Saturday... The first fucking showing, which was like 10.30 in the fucking morning. I was going to see a fucking movie at 10.30 in the morning. And I knew nobody would show up, so I took those two tickets. And just to fucking bolster the sales, because that was a movie that needed to do well. So that kids that looked like... like was it Chadman something or other? I don't even know the actor's name. Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. He's got the whitest name in the world. And he's fucking... <laughs> Cathala, you know, he's the Black Panther. Actually, that's like I'm I'm not making that joke. That's like a thousand people on Twitter have made that joke and he's laughed at every one of them. But yeah. Man, when's the last time you went to a movie at that time of day? I think I might have been ten. Two I, weeks ago. It, yeah. it man, some yeah, no, seriously. Sometimes Sometimes when you have a really good time, you can't sleep like you normally would. So you go to a movie early in the day, and you see some, like, the people that see those real early showings, like, it's one of those moments where, like, you lock eyes across the room, and you're like, I know, man, it's rough. Let's watch this yeah. crappy movie at well, 10 o'clock in the morning. Dude, that's that's when I always choose to go watch a movie, because, A, the popcorn is fresh. I don't, I mean, well, said. popcorn, you I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I I don't do popcorn, but um, I'm a midday guy. If I can, like I'll 11:30 to like one or two. Like I saw a two o'clock showing Overlord, that was nice. Now I don't mind seeing a later showing, but if I'm seeing something late at night, chances are I'm gonna have to see it again. Because if it's like, hey, we're gonna see a movie at eight o'clock on a Saturday, I was like, all right, well I'm gonna be five beers in by the time that starts. Let's do this. Well, I'm about five beers in when I see the two o'clock movie because I like to do a couple appetizers and some Brutuses at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Applebee's or the uh, TJ Fridays. So when I lock eyes with another dad across the uh, way at a 2.30 movie and I'm pulling out the flask and for some reason the screen got really bright all of a sudden and he looks at me and he goes, 
like he just sees a, a, a glint off my flask and he looks left and I, I got I'm not I'm not gonna throw the flask I'm just gonna keep pouring into my drink and he just kind of gives me the nod like motherfucker planned ahead didn't he yeah I'm like you're damn right and in about 15 minutes I'm gonna sprint out of here because I'm about to pee myself <laughs> That's you got to get better at that. I, I, as long as you pee right before the movie, it's good. I can do the, up to three hours. Right. You got to get better, man. Come on. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna school Shay here for a second, and then I'm gonna give my this wicked awesome. Uh, there's an app called Run Pee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a fun one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're right. Good Download point. Good point. App called Run Pee because it'll tell you when you should go sprint for the uh, the pisser, and it, it's it's and and while you're peeing, it gives you the breakdown of what's going on in the theater. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, that it's is a, that is one of those ideas that you're like, oh my god, I'm so mad I didn't think of that because it's so yeah. simple and so brilliant. Yeah. All right. So to finish out this, uh, to finish out this weekend, awesome. This is mine. Uh, Shay, you'll enjoy this. Uh, I think Gatlin will be on board with this. So apparently we have a reboot of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Teenage Witch, excuse me, which is called like. Uh, um, the what? What is she? What the uh, fuck is this called? It's uh, it's like the charming Sabrina or something like that. Google, yeah, I think so. I'm, so. I'm sorry. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm sorry, yeah. I lost that. I've um, heard this apparently... was better than it should be. What's that? I've heard this is better than it should be. Well, nobody gives a shit about that. The point that's funny is, is that the uh, um, the Satanic Temple is going to sue them because they've used their statue of Baphomet <laughs> in the show. Yeah. So let's just let's just back up and like think that the funniest fucking part about this is that they uh, Netflix has made a show called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, rebooting a show that we all know from the '90s, and they used a statue of Baphomet that was uh, created by the Satanic Temple. Um, which basically their sole job is to just fucking troll conservative Republicans, and they are now suing Netflix because Netflix has made it look like a bad or evil thing, and that's funnier than shit in and of itself, but the actual uh, Church of Satan has had to make a statement that they're not aligned with the, the Satanic Temple, and they're okay with Bavin and said, I am, I am so 100% behind all of this it's so fucking funny like, <laughs> like the fact that you can't put a statue in the chilling uh adventures of sabrina without um some like political trolling uh group like suing you i love that i love every bit every 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 ounce of that Mm-hmm. like where do they think that's going <laughs> They've sued for $150 million. That, that's where they think that's going. That's nowhere. how funny this is. Nowhere. Yeah, it's it's going anywhere. nowhere. It's going nowhere. No, it's, it's a but, PR thing. Well, and it works because oh, I yeah. think that's hilarious. Oh, I was yeah, going to watch funny. the show regardless, but now I know that they're being sued by the Satanic Temple. Everybody Dude, wins. And you can't yeah. come back from that. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, Rick Scott apparently has been sued by a lot of people for a lot of felonies, but... I guess he's still going to be a senator. Yep. Or Skeletor. Yeah. I thought all you right, were John. No, he's just sitting there being all quiet. All right, gentlemen. I would like to thank everybody for being on this podcast. We have shaved it down by, I think, about 40 minutes. I hope that makes Kitty happy. I'm not really worried about it. 
if you guys would like to send us an email and I would definitely love to hear um, any comments concerns or bitches that we have messed something up hit us up at the woodscast 1776 at gmail.com hit us up at uh, Facebook it's um, it's woodcast 1776 and then hit us up on Twitter it's woodcast the um, I would like to thank Shay for um, you know not frying your brain good job yeah, hey, I, I do what I can when I can do it. Yeah, and of course, I'd like to thank uh, Chris Parker and Gatlin Greer for uh, helping us out talking about all the stuff. Are you guys doing okay there? Yeah, 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 I mean, thanks for having me. No, we we um, like I've said all the time, we have a ball doing this. Uh, hope you guys have a ball listening to this because. Honestly, I mean somebody does. I don't understand it. We have a we actually have people to listen to this, but for the most part, it's uh, it's just like the one of the most fun things I get to do this a week or every other week, and I love having my friends and family on and to talk about Shiite. Yeah, Justin's got feelings. Oh yeah, um, nerd. What a right, weirdo. Guys. No, no. Well, Parker and Gatlin, I guarantee you we'll have you back on. We're definitely going to have to have Parker back on when we set all this shit in Florida. Gatlin, of course, you're always welcome because you always like just to be involved and to uh, put your two cents in. And that's kind of what we do here. We just we shout into the void, and if anybody listens, great. Uh, if you have some comments, fucking shout back. For fuck's sake, people. Woo! Woo! Yeah. All right. Uh, this is where Shay says toodles. Toodles.